Should be good. What it do, baby? What's going on? Yo, G-Baby up here. Been a minute since we had a G-Baby player's choice experience. I know you've been popping in on uh, Gridiron. Gridiron, yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. You know, I was um, ready to – I don't want to push too many agendas, but I've, oh. I've heard some nasty stuff, so. You've heard some nasty stuff. You need to yeah, dust off the rust, though, for your NBA debating. Like, how are we feeling here? You feeling? <laughs> oh, I think I'm today? feeling. I think I, I think I'm feeling pretty good. I don't think I'm. You know, I don't think I'm lacking in anything. But you know, it is. It is. It has been a couple games, but there are stuff that I said would happen in the off season that's coming to fruition. So I would love to hear this. Too, I would love to hear this too. Um, the Lakers are exactly what I said they would be. The Timberwolves are exactly what I said was the and I and I got a lot of heat for the Timberwolves one especially because our oh, cat doesn't have to worry about playing the five. He can play the four now. He doesn't have to guard centers. They'll be fine. Yeah, so that's coming to fruition. So I, I tried to tell people last year, no one wanted to believe me. And then he folded in the playoffs and then the play-in, like I said he would. People are starting to come my way, so. Just letting everything play out as they should. Poor Wolves. I know. I know everybody in Minnesota was just ecstatic. They were, <laughs> and they were just running and jumping around. Ecstatic <laughs> that they got Rudy Gobert. I don't know that anyone was running around, jump skipping through the woods when they signed Rudy I, I, Gobert. I, I, you have people calling them like, "Oh, they're about to be a top five team." They were comparing them to AD and Demarcus Cousins when they linked up. That's what. That's the type of comparisons I heard. The difference, the difference between um, the difference between AD and Demarcus was they had Rajon and Drew and Drew Holiday. They could also Mm -hmm. extend the floor. Rudy Gobert has to be touching the rim. He has to be within arm's length of the rim. That's his offensive ability. Like like I said last show, I'm still I'm still uh, I got high hopes for the uh, Timberwolves. Honestly, okay. What What does high hopes mean? Let's dive into this then. What is high hopes? I can't. I don't want to say a ceiling. I don't really want to say a floor. I just think that they're better than their record shows right now. Once again, like me and Dove are going kind of back and forth. I was trying to explain to him that you know it, it takes time to really revamp your whole style of play, especially on the defensive end. And I mean, Cat Cat is soft. He's been soft since he got to the NBA, and so it's just like got to it's got to work around things. But I, I think I think it'll mesh a little better than it has meshed so far, honestly. I don't, I don't think they're going to – at first, I was like – you know, I was saying crazy stuff. Like, I thought they were going to trade D'Lo for uh, Kyrie. So, when when they did – when I thought they were going to do that, I was like, if they do that, this team could win the championship. <laughs> Yo, that's, Chats already – Chat already wants to hear. <laughs> chat already wants to hear. Big ox shit. Yeah, we're, we're, definitely, <laughs> we're definitely about to talk about it. Um, hey, I'm trying, to, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to remain humble, y'all. Let's just, let's just stay humble, we, you know. But see, JD, that's what I was saying more so about like fans. You know, like when you're a fan, it's hard to remain humble. It's easy, in the words of chill, it's easy to get sucked into something. So like when <laughs> when, when when they picked up Rudy, you got to understand they just made a playoff run. Who was it that they almost beat? The Grizzlies. The, the Grizzlies. Oh yeah, and they, actually they were. Really I, 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 you don't remember. The <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I really don't. <laughs> remember, they were they were damn near supposed to beat the Grizzlies, and they kind of just folded and gave them the series. So it's like. When you when you go forward from that, the fans are already thinking, okay, we almost made it out the first round. We were this close. Now we just got a, the one of the best centers in the league, one of the best defensive centers, one of the best rebounders. He's gonna come. He's gonna toughen up. Cat. Everybody else is gonna get better. 
and then do that and all of a sudden womp 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 but at the same time there's still a lot of fans that are like you know they 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 think that they can put it back together can Jay, they? do you see the chat i started talking about the the kings are frauds they're flukes it's a fluke yeah bro they're like the utah jazz it's just like you know. He making he making an offer for me to stay humble. Hey, hold up, hold up. I don't know about Utah yeah, though. Yeah, G baby. I think Utah yeah. is is really like they're not gonna win no championship. Don't get me wrong. But Lori Markinen and the boys, hey, they I, I think they go they gonna sustain this to at least be like I think they might be in the play in and make it. Depending on who they face, of course. Like who got, Wait, who, oh, got oh, who got more action? Who got more action? Did you hold on? Hold on. Let's not skip over what he just said. Yeah, I said he has the Utah Jazz in the play-in. Yeah, like a seventh seed, and I think they'll make it to the playoffs and be God a tough out for whoever they play. So because Utah Jazz sitting at the top of the conference, you think they're going to just free fall all oh, the way to play? Oh. Well, I think I think I mean because if you look at. There's a the lot of games left. There's not a lot of belief like, in the Utah Jazz. No, but if you look at the top eight teams, everything's separated by a game by now. I think they could be a seven seed by like three games. I mean, the, even in the East last year, two and four were separated, were all had the same record. You know what I mean? The six seed, you know, like, so I don't think it's going to be that far off. I think the Jazz, they'll probably fall a little bit because it's the Jazz. Like, I'm not about to expect them to still be a top three team. Same thing with the Kings. I'm not going to expect them to be a top three team. Going forward, either I think you know the Nuggets, the Mavs, the Blazers. I think they're gonna hit a stride. Uh, Pelicans as well. I love what I'm seeing from them. I think they're gonna hit a stride and eventually take over. But I think the Utah for sure is making the playoffs. Personally, yeah. So who got who got more action? Uh, G baby, the King, the Kings or the um, Jazz or the Blazers? I want to throw this little triple threat. Um, who so like, like a, a who you think is going to like playoff? Oh, starting yes. cut. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I'm, 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 so I'm going to start the Blazers because I still believe, like Damian Lillard. That alone, I've seen him make it worse. So I'm going to start the Blazers. If I got to pick between the Jazz and the Kings, I'm probably going to bench the Jazz. Of course. Of and course. cut the Kings only, be, only because <laughs> the Kings have had talent for like the past three years. And I felt like they should have, like what they're doing now, I feel like they should have been doing years ago. We have Buddy Hill. What you mean they have Buddy Hill? Don't do that. Don't do that with Buddy. Bro. No, I've been. I was saying that before we traded Demarcus for Buddy. Buddy was Buddy is he's sorry. He can only play one way. There's, he doesn't have any versatility to his game. When we got when we the thing is, so I'm gonna go back go back and speak on what Chill was talking about yesterday about the the bad draft picks we've made. Which obviously, before we got De'Aaron, we were making stupid draft picks. We we drafted Jimmy Fredette. We drafted Nick Stauskas. We drafted a uh, Ben McLemore. but <clears throat> the um. Marvin Bagley, that was obviously a mistake in hindsight. We see that. But Marvin came out of Duke. Like, yeah, you know, at the time, that was a guys. great pick. At the time, right. that was a great pick. So that, that didn't work out. But then we drafted Tyrese Halliburton. He, you see how good Tyrese Halliburton is. We flipped that into getting DeMontis. Knock shit, nigga. We got <laughs> we got De, we, we got DeMontis. Then we just we bring we bring over we bring over Malik Monk. We bring over Kevin Herter. That changes a, the whole dynamic of our team. Nobody can keep up with us, especially when we have De'Aaron. Um, Davion and Malik on the court together. We run in circles around everybody. We're playing defense. Kevin Herter is a big shot maker. It's no fluke about our team. We got we got one of the top ten centers in the NBA. 
We got one of the top five point guards in the NBA. I mean, at this point, it's really just the fact that we're the Sacramento Kings. Nobody can accept us being good. So it's, you know, we, we just got to show and tell, you know. I'm going mean, to stay humble, though. I mean, I think you guys are better than the Timberwolves. So by virtue, I think you'll have a chance Bro, to make the playoffs. It's just the and my bad. We got Harrison Barnes. My bad. My bad. Harrison Barnes, you know, that's a that's he is the epitome of three and D and step up when we need him. He's a he's he's a, he's the MVP. I mean, yeah. not of the NBA, of course, but he's the MVP for us. But I almost forgot you guys got Sacramento's the Black Falcon. Sitting at 11. <laughs> black Falcon, Rod? I mean, that's, that's, that's his nickname. They call him the Black Falcon. All right, since we're here on oh, on the, the Kings, we were going to get to it, but, hey, we're already here. So I want to talk about, because they just hit their seventh win in a row, Ron. Lighten the beam. Uh, De'Aaron Fox... In their last game, 32, 8, and 6 had four steals, dropped five three-pointers, and this is their longest win streak. This is only seven wins in a row. Still impressive, but their longest win streak since 2004. Bobby, you and I were literally just talking about this two, a week, two weeks ago. I was like, mm-hmm. I think this might be your best team in like recent history, and I'm pretty sure you told me it was the 2004 team that you liked better. No, obviously I like the 2014, but I like the when we had Rajon, Rudy, and Demarcus. That's too. right. Think, yeah, we had a real good team, but I mean, well, we had George Carl on the sideline. He was trying to tell Rajon what to do every step of the way. We just didn't have any chemistry on that team. But uh, skill wise, talent wise, we've had some pretty good teams in the past, you know, with Tyreek. But uh, yeah, I mean. Hey, like I said, I'm going to stay humble, you know. Uh, we're going to keep getting written off until we prove something. We we honestly don't deserve any love until we, you know, until we make make something happen. Facts. And I would apologize for shitting on the Kings, but, again, it's still early season. Like, <laughs> I'm not apologizing until I see what happens at the end of the year. And don't right. forget, we got we got robbed those two games, too. So What two games? Against, uh, against Golden State and that first Miami game in Miami when – Tyler Hill took five steps and then shot the three mm-hmm. at the buzzer. That was a heartbreaker. And then um, Ka- uh, Clay Thompson tried to kill Kevin Herter on that three pointer. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> and all the rest, all the refs closed their eyes and looked the other way. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> I um, mean, they've been quality teams on this seven game rush. Not, 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 not according to, not according to Ace Thirty. Ace Thirty believes that our 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 wins are not quality. We beat we beat Memphis. We beat Golden State. Warriors. We beat Miami. Depending on how y'all depending on how y'all feel about the Nets, some people think they're quality, some people don't. But you have a blowout win against. We beat the hell out the Nets. We just beat the Grizzlies again. We beat the Grizzlies last night. We beat the Cavaliers. I mean, who else? Okay, yeah, we picked on the Pistons. We picked on the Spurs. Um, we beat we beat we beat Charlotte without De'Aaron. Whatever though, you know, whatever. It's no big deal. They'll see. You just said a bunch of teams that I these are a lot of high about. scoring games though. Like that's what I'm saying. It's all one twenty nine. You know, like yeah, I don't know. These are these are a lot of high scoring games, but I mean they're still wins, so it's better than what they were doing the past decade. So we did beat a lot of losing teams. I started, but I bet we beat your favorite team this year. We <laughs> all right. Let's get into this. Um, shout out to everybody tapping in live on the YouTube right now, man. We appreciate y'all. Tapping in with us every Sunday and Wednesday morning, if you're on the west side. 
afternoon if you're on the East Coast. Um, shout out to our sponsor of the show, Lucra. If you guys have not downloaded the Lucra app, make sure you download that. Use code Players Choice. You get an extra five dollars in your account if you use code Players Choice, bro. That we've been having a blast on this thing. Like we've been literally talking about this nonstop for the last three, four days, whatever. Um, and I want to recap some of these that that we've done over the course of these last three days since we announced this on on Sunday. They've yeah, been pretty everybody's cool. money I've taken. I know it's just <laughs> some of y'all out there are taking your money. There's not there's not the uh the one up here that I had with shout out to Rose City Boy. Rose City Boy and I did a uh Darius Garland in in SGA on was it Monday? I think, and Darius Garland had 20 of the first half, and I was like, oh, this is about to be a wash. <laughs> and then SGA comes up and scores like two or three more points than which, you know, I don't know. I guess seeing what's going on this year, that's expected. But I got one like that too, Jetty, where I think it was – I think it might have been damn near the same same game, but I had somebody had 29, and then SGA came and got 30. That was the same night. It was, it was but yeah. I think you you had who did you have JD? Because I had um, I had Donovan. I think I had Darius Garland. Yeah, I had Donovan. I yeah, Donovan at twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so <laughs> here's one of them. This is against Dub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dub is a bozo, and uh, he wanted to do assists versus points, <laughs> AD versus Darren Fox for whatever reason, and then after he already accepted, he's like, what? no, let's do points still would have got wiped so it doesn't even matter but uh this one was hilarious so you could do stuff like this on lucre which is pretty fire you could do points against assists or you could do assists against steals or assists against rebounds blocks whatever um but yeah man this is this is <laughs> this has been so much fun uh we got washed on this one against t kando 16 um big ox shit was a little ox b uh <laughs> AD 37 Sabonis 9. We took out MRZ TKO with this Devin Booker over KD. Mm. When was this? Was this last night or two nights ago, Ron? This was last night. Yeah, last yeah. night. Fire. Yeah, this that was last night that uh Devin Booker outplayed Kevin Durant and I won my bet. Or my Yo, bet. this is the best one. John Doe thought uh, they were gonna get up on us. <laughs> Reggie Jackson, Darius Garland points. Oh, because uh, uh, Paul George didn't play last night. Yo, this Man. one was hilarious. They thought that that was just free ninety nine, and we took that. So, um, the link, the link for the Lucra app using our promo code that is pinned in the chat. That's also in the description for everyone who's watching after the fact or listening on a podcast audio form. Uh, make sure you tap into that, man. All right. Any agendas you guys want to push before I get into some of these recaps, these game recaps? I got a million agendas to push. I know you always have agendas to push. G-Baby? I mean, I kind of already alluded to it. The, the Lakers are who I thought they were. The Timberwolves are who I thought they were. So I'm just glad to see everything that I said is coming to fruition. Ron, Jokic still top two. Jokic still top two. Yuck. Still top two in the NBA? Yuck it. Yes. And top two what? He's the, he's, he's the best Giannis center in the NBA. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's that better make than him NBA. top two. 
I know sure. it's Yana, it's Giannis and Jokic. No, and then, not even close. And then, and then who's I need to just hear this top Jokic five. might not team. even be top Steph, seven. Uh Steph, uh Luca. JD, and, stop um, smoking this early. Let me start writing I mean, names low key, down you guys are tripping. Loki after at five, it's kind of like you can take your pick. You can take your pick, whoever you want to put at five. I'm not gonna argue. So, it. I mean, who would you put at five? Because <sighs> I definitely am not putting LeBron there. I don't want to put KD there. But I don't know if I could say Embiid is better than KD, right? I don't know. It's like that, like that five through eight. It's pretty much take your pick. I mean, if I had yeah. to, I'll put, I'll put KD there. But like, if if somebody wanted to say he wasn't, I wouldn't bet an eye. All right, let's see. I'm starting to write some names here. Um, I got Steph. This is all who I have over Jokic right now. I have Steph, I got Luca, I got Giannis, I got Tatum. Ah, this year right now. JD, come on, man. Bro, I'm telling you right I'm talking about this season. Oh, JD. we're just basing it off of these couple games? Oh, yeah. It didn't Yoko's oh, just this What are forward? we just talking about? Oh, better player. I'm talking about this season, bro. Of course oh, yeah, we know season. who like the better overall player is over their um, career, whatever. I mean, this season is fine, but I still would take Jokic over all of them except for like Luka and Giannis. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll let slide. But like, hey, can, can you say that AD's playing better than Jokic right now? He's played better for like three games. Mm. AD, AD is chopping right like, now. I, like, don't get me wrong. I like, the, I like what AD's been doing in these past I couple games. Have but like, Donovan Mitchell over Jokic right now. I mean, and, and, and to say that somebody's playing better than somebody doesn't mean that you're going to take them over them. So I do mm-hmm. get that, you baby. But at the same time, at what point do you start holding it against somebody if they're not playing to their standards? I mean, we did this for AD for years, and now he's balling. I mean, yeah, he he's doing good. Like, But, like, early, even the, you could say he had to get acclimated and stuff. Because, like, right now, Jokic is averaging, like, 21, 9, and 9. Seven. So, like, he's not averaging the points, but that's because we're trying to get Jamal and MPJ back into the thing. And I think I think right now they're kind of trying to force Jamal some shots because, like, I think last night or whatever it was, he shot, like, three for 12 or whatever the case. And that's just trying to get him back in the rhythm. If Jokic right. really wanted to go back to being that aggressive man he was, he'd probably still be averaging just 28. You know what I mean? Last, so 20, last night when y'all got waxed by the Pistons? We lost by two. And, again, that was – Jamal shot three for 12. I mean, he, hey, it's going to happen. You know, everybody loses to a bad I mean, team. you're not really supposed to be losing to a Kayla's Pistons. But, I mean, we just, I mean but, what, do, what do I know? Like, I just be saying that the Nuggets are But, overrated. like, literally, they really barely losing found to a out. Kayla's they Pistons. barely found out, like, an hour before the game that Jamal and Jokic were cleared from COVID. You know, I mean? Jokic did his thing, but, yeah, last night. Like, Jokic did his thing, but so are Jamal, you trying to say they were prepared you can to definitely play? tell that affected him. I'm saying Jamal wasn't. <laughs> I'm saying Jamal wasn't. <laughs> They barely found out. I don't, don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that from NBA players. He's a professional basketball player. I don't like that, baby. That's a cop out. You find out. Wait, wait, wait. So you find out an hour before. Oh, you can actually play now? Like, what do you mean? Like, clearly they they weren't prepared to play. If it was up to me, they wouldn't have played. I mean, Jokic did his thing, but if it was up to me, you find out an hour before tip off? 
So like you ain't you've been at home, you ain't been doing nothing, you ain't got no shots up unless you got like a home gym. You ain't got no shots up or nothing. And you expect yeah. to come into an NBA you're game and go to, crazy. Yeah, you an NBA player. You're supposed to you supposed to get up, go to the gym. They, they stretch, got a, they got they got, a, they got a chance so to warm up. It's not like they miss warm-up lines or anything like that. An hour before? So after not playing or practicing for like four or five days, you can just get up and go play a professional NBA game at your high school. That's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. We're talking about the the NBA MVP twice. We're talking about another all-star and a dude who's a big-time player. These guys got access to facilities. COVID doesn't just put you on a deathbed where you can't go get up shots. They have access to gyms where they can go work out, get up shots, get workouts in. So I'm not I'm not under the belief that they haven't got up shots. Ron, but did you if that Jamal is the Murray case, an all-star? If, yeah, if he's, he's been an all-star before, hasn't he? No. He hasn't? He's an all-star caliber. Yeah, all-star caliber for sure. And so the point I'm but the, the point I'm trying to Hell make yeah, though, JD. Hell yeah. is Bro, I haven't played basketball in two weeks. I can go pick up a ball and go get busy. Granted, I'm not playing against NBA competition, but I'm playing against adequate competition for me. I can go get busy. Well, I'm just saying, look, because like Jokic did his thing. Oh, I'm, I'm just busting saying, your Jamal, ass. I'm just saying, Jamal, you can tell. I'm just saying, with Jamal, <laughs> you can tell. I'm over here. That... <laughs> That you can tell that Jamal it affected him a little more. He shot three for twelve. He wasn't hitting his shots like he normally do, and that we lost by what we lose by two. Like I'm not really losing sleep over that. It's okay. It happens. I, I mean, a, a, a two point loss to the, the Pistons, Pistons is like a, a twenty point loss to the Bucks. Right, you know? right. That's gross. And I thought that you guys were supposed to have a deep bench. You're losing to the Pistons. Like the Pistons, Pistons are I hungry mean, right now. I don't, I don't know if hungry I mean, for what twelve wins. I I, th- I don't even think Bones did anything yesterday. <laughs> At the end of the season, <laughs> they're hungry yeah, to have somebody in their mama. <laughs> Ron, don't start this. They're again. hungry for Victor. Don't start. <laughs> He's on your mama shit all day. Hey, but hold on, Jody, can you please read that super chat, G baby? So <laughs> where where this. do you guys where do the you think you guys one. this one. where do you think you guys finish yes. this year? Okay. I still do, I I still think we can be top three, top four. Um, the Pelicans are showing me what I thought they would. It's just the Suns. I kind of thought they would take a little bit more of a hit, and they haven't. So I think we could still be a top four team in the West. I still think that everybody healthy. We're, we only lose to the Warriors because I know who Steph is, and we possibly get caught by the Clippers. But I think, like, because the pick and roll that the that the, just matchup wise, we we're gonna struggle against the Warriors. Steph, Jordan Poole, they're gonna pick on Jokic, and we saw it last year. Grand Dallas, Jamal, no MPJ. Dallas, Dallas. Can, like Luca can, like Luca's gonna be Luca. Dinwiddie's gonna be Dinwiddie. I'm confident we can beat the we we can beat the Mavericks. No, oh, the Mavericks, the Mavericks. Are, I'm confident we can beat them. Bro, I the think... Denver Nuggets might be the biggest phonies actually in the Western Conference. They look, Why it's like glitter and glamour. It's like, oh, what we got going on over here? But they're just phonies. They're just how is it being glitter and glamour? Losers. Like we barely got our guys. A bunch of dorks over there or something. I don't know what's <laughs> good, bro. Yo, I just want to come out here and say I have my three most underrated teams in the NBA. And I've kind of been I've been alluding to it along this whole time throughout the summer and so far into the season. But I just want to say that the team that tops the list is none other than Luka Doncic, the Dallas Doncic's. 
Uh, thank That's you. why, because they're the Dallas Doncic's. <laughs> Dallas Doncic's, I'm here for it. <laughs> they're the most overrated team. People were saying, "Wait, you said overrated? Hold on, Ron, you said overrated? Overrated? Okay, the <laughs> show. We're not doing this shit today." <laughs> he started that soliloquy by saying, "My top three most underrated teams." Am I? I tripping? think he meant to say, "I meant to, I, he I meant to he say meant overrated." To say, uh, yeah, no I think shit. he misspoke. Because when he said underrated and then said and then said the, the Mavs, I was finna say something, but I just kept it quiet, you know. Because like, sorry, JD, I was just using an underrated to suck you in. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now that now that I got your attention, the most overrated team in the NBA is the Dallas Mavericks. You guys said that they will be a top three seed. This, this, and this X, Y, Z. They'll make a playoff run. I'm telling you, they just they overachieved last year. We will not with this unit as constructed. We will not see them make another deep playoff run. If they make a Zach Levine trade. Bradley Beal pickup or something of that of that caliber, maybe, maybe. So you don't like Christian Wood? So you don't like Christian Wood? I like Christian Wood, but he doesn't tip the scale enough to beat those top tier teams. It's just it's just not going to be enough. On top of that, we've seen what happens in the playoffs with Luca when he plays with cold stars. It just it it. Okay. It just doesn't Such a boring work. argument, Ron. It's a boring argument. I'm so bored of that. I can only go based on what my two eyes seen. I can only go based on what my two eyes seen. Stinks, bro. And, and, and here's one thing I do know: Christos Porzingis is better than Christian Wood. I know this. Yes, we know. This. Yeah, yeah, we do and know. So, that. Yes. if he wasn't able to play next to Luca, and they're similar caliber players, if he wasn't able to play next to Luca, what makes you think that I think that Christian Wood can fare well next to Luca in the playoffs? Bro, I got to say this every episode. Nobody wants to play with Luca. I've said it every episode. Oh every episode God. that we can talk about, can you move on to the bro, next team? You guys are boring me. <laughs> boring points. Like what? I mean, they did lose to the Nuggets by one without Jokic or Jamal there, but you know. It happens, right? Fact, uh, JD, the thing, the thing about facts is that they, they don't have bench. to be exciting. They don't have to be exciting. They can be boring, and it doesn't make it not true. Nobody wants to play with Luka Doncic. That's not true. I would love for you to prove, show me the facts. Show me the car facts. Show me I, the can't, car I can't do that. That takes time. You got to just wait, wait no, for no, the no, days. No, 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 wait for the, wait for the season, wait for the season to progress. That. I mean, Luka gives progress. You'll see. You'll like, see. Luka needs, like, like a Clint Capella type in his prime. Like he reminds me so much of James Harden. So it's like when James Harden was at his best, he had another playmaker to take the load off of him when needed, or he could, or like Chris Paul could like take care of the second unit. So there was always a playmaker on the floor and then they had a Clint Capella type, you know? And so I just feel like that's what they need. Like if they, they like have Christian Wood McGee. What? Hear me out. Hear me out. I think Clint Capella is better than JaVale McGee for sure. But when you talk it's, about JaVale maybe seven years ago at the rim, who you can just throw the ball up to because he's seven feet tall, <clears> he could still go get that and finish. It, it's not going to be to the level of a Clint Capella, but to say that he doesn't have something like that right now, JD, I think he does. JD, I know you love Luca, I know you love the Mavs. Right now is the perfect time to just put that Mavs pack that you're smoking. Just take it and just throw it over your shoulder. Just just, just get rid of it. I'm telling you right now, before you get too high on these guys, it's not going to happen. And, J.D., I'm not, I'm not knocking uh, JaVale. I'm saying J- JaVale a couple years ago, I, I see that. But it's not – I don't even think that's the problem. I think they – yeah, we could do that, J.D. I'm but opening think, this uh, up right now for you, Ron. <laughs> I, I, I think they need like a um, – what's his name? Like Mike Conley. They need a point guard. They need to get Luka off the ball. I mean, they, they got Compazzo. 
Okay, stop. They need somebody that can get they Luka off the but, but this is this is why I was saying they need one more guy like that. Ron actually sent us a mock trade that somebody... Please. Please. Is that Tatum? I got Tatum. You got Fuka. <laughs> okay. Are we going straight? Straight across the board? Straight across the board. Bro, yes. That's easy. I'm Tatum's projected for 28 points. Lucas projected for 30. But guess what? Who do they play? Bro, I'll even give they you points. I don't care. But oh, guess Ryan, what? Uh, but guess what? Marcus Smart going to lock Luca up tonight. Yeah, right. Mar- Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Smart is a baby. Ass. Marcus Smart's a baby. That's mouse in the house. But hold on, though. Hold on, though. We can get back to that bet. But I'm I'm not done with my most underrated, I mean, overrated teams. In the hold NBA. on. But I'm also not done about this mock trade that you sent us the other day of if we were to get Zach Levine for uh, Josh Green, Reggie Bullock, and who was the third? Dwight Powell, I think. And then like two picks. I'm taking that. Zach Levine, Luka Doncic, that. Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm. The, the why, Mavs, but the why is big time? Yeah, but like, why is Dwight Powell like JD? Maybe you could tell me why is Dwight Powell starting over Christian Wood? I don't know what the deal is with Christian Wood. Like, I just don't have any idea what it is with Jason Kidd and if he's just needs to build more trust with them or what it is. Like, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Cause I um, they traded like, like what did they give up for Christian Wood? Like, I'm but just, JaVale, I'm I thought like, JaVale McGee was starting though. Well, this, I just looked at the last, uh, the last game against the Nuggets and it was Dwight Powell. It could be, it could be JaVale more, uh, more consistently, but either way, it's not Christian Wood. So that's yeah. why I was like, maybe the Dwight Powell was starting at the five or at the four. I also no, don't mind five, Christian Wood coming on. Finney Smith. I don't mind Christian oh, okay, Wood okay. coming off the bench, though. That's the thing. And we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Is you don't need to start to make an impact. And you should have guys coming off the bench that can be a spark plug and that can run with that second unit where your production doesn't doesn't take a huge hit. So mm-hmm. I'm really like – I would love for Christian Wood to kind of just stay with that second unit and then maybe throw him in into get him starter minute or not starter minutes because he could still play starter minutes but throw him into that starting role like every once in a while and just kind of see what works what doesn't but that's where i'm at sorry ron all right i just hijacked your thing i apologize that was actually really rude of me no well i actually want to talk about that zach levine trade i think this actually would save the mavs season and it would propel them going forward into really being in into the championship contender you know caliber type of teams it's not about Zach being that cold. It's about Luca having somebody alongside him that can go for 30 on any given night. Now, you're right, this you're comparison, right. it isn't it isn't like peanut butter and jelly. It's not the perfect comparison. But this is how I could kind of see that going. Now, you have the Golden State Warriors with a point guard that can do anything. Steph Curry can shoot from anywhere on the, on the floor, score from anywhere on the floor. Then you got a guy next to him who is just an elite sniper, Clay Thompson. Now, Zach Levine can't shoot as good as Clay, but he can do some other things better than Clay. He can go off the dribble better than, than Clay. He can create his shot better than Clay. He's more athletic than Clay. So I see that being the type of dynamic where I got a guy next to me who's just a microwave, who on any given night can go for 40, can shoot from anywhere on the floor. He can take a lot of pressure off of me, scoring-wise. And if I'm having an off night, Zach Levine can pick it up. And it's just a consistent 20 alongside when I bring my 30 with Luca. That's how I can kind of see that going. And, and I just think that dynamic helps them a lot. Now, granted, 
Zach doesn't bring the two-way – he's not a two-way threat the way Clay is, but I just think he can bring a lot more to that match, team. He is Baron, Baron, the biggest question – just like need to be the greatest defender because the Dallas Mavericks have a good defensive scheme. So you get three playmakers in Zach Levine, Luka Doncic, Spencer Dinwiddie, which kind of solves that offensive issue that we were, we were talking about. On the defensive side, I don't think that you really take that much of a hit. Now, I did say that losing Reggie Bullock and Josh Green – and Dwight Powell for sort of a little bit. He's an undersized forward. But Reggie Bullock and, and Josh Green, you lose that kind of wing defensive presence. But why but did the I Bulls do this? That's, 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 to... what, that's, what, that's what I want to know. That's what they want to know, because, too. Because like, uh, Billy Donovan sense. doesn't like Zach Levine, bro. Get him out of so there. Why'd they re-sign him? Yeah, they, could, they, could, yeah. they could get more for Zach, though. Zach, I mean, Zach's value isn't. <laughs> yeah. Zach, Zach, Zach got value, though. He can, he can, they can get something. I mean, he does, but like, he's, bro, he's, been, he's been beefing with the over there. Was it? Yeah, he's been beefing over there for a minute since Thibodeau left. I mean, if anything, I, he's trying, he's trying I to send Zach to like a team like Toronto or something. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they because how much is his contract? Didn't he sign like a five year extension or a five year contract? For I don't know. I just feel like this is year one into that signing, and like, you want to trade him after year one. Like that's, 20, that's 215.2 million max. Doesn't say five year contract. Doesn't yeah. mean he's gonna be there all five years. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying year one. Like year one, like I mean, I don't think he should have resigned with Chicago anyway if he wanted to win the chip. Like I didn't think Chicago was the place to do that. I was like, you just gonna sign. Bro, I don't know that money. he was. I don't know that he was re-signing to Chicago because he <laughs> looked at that and was like, we could win a chip. I think he saw two hundred fifteen million. And was like, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. That, but like sense. getting traded year one, like that's. I saw what well, this. This wait, is my question because wait, the Ron, the match don't make no sense. Where where up. else would y'all see him going? The, like getting traded, he could go anywhere. There. I mean, that, really that map still not going to do it for Zach Levine, though. I Dude. think they would be pretty nice, though. The, uh, yeah, maybe the Mavs, but what about Miami? the Bulls? Miami? Got, Who cares about the Bulls? Legs. Who cares about the Bulls? They the get Bulls a lot. About they the get Bulls. a lot. Not just get... What are you talking about? Two picks <laughs> and Josh Green, Dwight Powell, and Reggie Bullock. They get a shooter. They get defense. They get a Which hustle player. Shooter? Reggie Bullock, Josh, Josh, Green Josh, Green. And Josh Green, and Reggie Bullock. Josh Green actually has, like, the second – Highest uh, three-point field goal percentage in the NBA right now. He actually. Granted, how many, he has, only he, how many he has he only, shot though? Only two attempts a game. Whatever. <laughs> that's not bad though. Still, bro. Hey, that bro like, still shooting over fifty. He's shooting right, over. Right, he's shooting right, like fifty-six percent. Like, My hey, is, it's it's easier to shoot fifty percent from three when you only shoot two instead of five. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that's all. But is it easy to shoot it when you're shooting two every night, making at least one out of your two every night? Okay, JD. So if you're if you're the if you're the GM, you're the executive of the Bulls, do you make that trade? Honestly, honestly, do you make that trade for Reggie, Josh, and Dwight Powell? I like Dwight Powell a lot. I forgot but... what the picks were. I forgot what the picks were. So, I, I I would consider it like a serious consideration for sure, depending on what those picks were, for sure. I'm not gonna lie. Why not consider? It's no way, it's no way in hell I make that damn trade. But <laughs> you're the Bulls. If, yeah, but the Mavs can tweak some things around, and maybe I'll take it. Maybe add in another another first round pick, so three first round picks, and then. Oh um, <laughs> Wait, Rod. What I was gonna get to before Bobby Bobby uh, brought that up was, well, would you take that five year, two hundred and fifteen million dollar contract or the dinner with P Diddy? 
<laughs> yeah, get that fucking dinner up out of here. Bad boy. All right. <laughs> there you go. I would actually, you know what? I would think about sending Zach to like Charlotte or something, trying to get like Terry Rozier or some of those cats over there. Ugh. Yuck, Bob. What are you doing? Why would you so do I feel that? like if it's not my Terry, Terry, Terry's better than all three of them players. That you had that you talking about from the mass. I would try oh, to get Terry and Gordon Indivi- Hayward individually, individually, sure. I'm yeah. not, I'm not mad at Terry and uh and Demar Derozan because this is this is what you got to factor in now. If the Bulls are gonna be off the Zach train, they're gonna need somebody else to come and basically be their number two. So it's like who who do you do that? that still got Vucevic, yeah, but who do you want to come in there and really play alongside Demar Derozan? I wouldn't be mad at having Terry come over there, but granted, you also got to look at the rest of the roster too. They got uh, Ayu. They still got him at point guard. They still got Caruso, and they still got um, Kobe White. So it's like maybe they don't want a point guard. I think at mm-hmm. that point they would want some more wings or another four or something of that nature. PJ, PJ uh, or something. Is, is does Zach Levine have a no trade clause? Like he has to waive that in order to get traded? Because if that's the case, I think that changes everything. I feel like the only places he's going because he ain't going to Charlotte. They four and fourteen. He would never go. I, I miss. I Mr. Rudy Poole been in been in his uh, chats with straight facts. Because after he said that, I would definitely try to get Anthony Simons over. There. That's fire. Because you get yeah, you you get Zach in Portland. That's better for. That's good for both teams. Look, that's good for both I teams. Mean, well, I mean, trying. I mean, that's crazy, bro. Hey, I know you. I know you listed off three point guards, Ron, but get them cast, move them out the way. Low key though, if he does go back to Portland, does it not kind of remind y'all of what they had before though? Like Dame and CJ didn't work. Is Dame Zach, and, Zach a little bigger than CJ? I know, but is that really gonna work? Because it's basically kind of the same thing. They just got Jeremy Grant there now. They got another. Jer- they got I mean, that's a lot to add. I know people sleep on Jeremy, but Jeremy go crazy. But then they're gonna lose their depth, and then we're gonna be in the same spot that we was last year. They are the years prior. They gonna do a little real good regular season. They are gonna think they could, and then it's gonna lose in the second round to somebody, whoever it might be. Yo, so speaking of Anthony Simons, um, I pushed the crazy Anthony Simons agenda this offseason. People were they, they were saying I was drunk, I was high, yada, 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 whatever. But now it's all starting to come to fruition with Anthony Simons. Like I told you guys he would. Last night they lost to the Bucks, but he had he had 29 and 5. He's been balling this year. I told you guys that Anthony Simons was a better fit, was not only a better fit next to Damian Lillard, but I told you he was. Better than C.J. McCullough. This year, he's playing better than C.J. McCullough. It's not better than C.J. McCullough. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you why he's better next to to Damian Lillard. Because not only does he shoot as good, maybe even better than C.J., but he's just more dynamic as a one-on-one player. He's bigger and he's more athletic, so he can run fast breaks, go and dunk on people. He's a lob threat. A cut threat, you know, coming through where you can find him and he's going to go finish at the rim. On top of that, bro, he's not 6'2", 6'3", next to Dame. So you don't have two little guards. He's he's 6'6", and one of the most athletic players in the league. So he's a, he actually has the frame of an off guard, of a, of a shooting guard. Who? Um, Anthony Simons. He's 6'3". He's not. Yeah, six. I was. I was he's about six, to say you said 6'6". Six, six. Six. I was like, we he's, might need to. He, he's six, at the at the least he's 6'5". Ron, he's six three. <laughs> you, all right, let's make let's bet on it. Maybe oh, six sorry. four because you know what they, you know, how they do that in the NBA with yeah, their height. Hey, look, and, and if he and if he's six three, 
He played like he's 6'8". He's, he, uh, well, he's according to Wikipedia, 6'3". He's listed as 6'3". I will go three, check ESPN. But again, they he's, he's I will give you 6'4". Thing about basketball is you play with your shoes on, so you know that 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 measurement with your shoes off. Don't really okay, count. so he's so he's listed as six three. Puts he his is, shoes he on. ESPN, so media, and basketball <laughs> reference all list him as six three. He's a thicker. I was about to say, like, I like you I, when you were talking about him being bigger than CJ. I was like, okay, like I can get the athleticism, and then you said six six. I was like, ooh, I don't, bro. I don't if he was six six, that would be a problem. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I was like, then they definitely wouldn't trade him then if he's six. If he's six six, he'll be Jalen Brown. Yeah, I I still think though, uh, like with the Bulls trade and whatnot, I still think that's a compliment. Okay. So the the Blazers don't trade CJ for you. You got to really come with a package right now for the Blazers to trade you for CJ. I think uh, not CJ. uh, Anthony. I think Anthony's close to being untouchable. I think you have to really come with a, a a star and some picks and things of that nature to get Anthony. Didn't he recently sign like a two year or something? Am yeah. I tripping? In yeah. the offseason, right after he hooped when uh, Damian Lillard went out? Because he so. signed like a hundred million dollar. Yeah, he did. Earned a base salary, twenty two million while carrying cap hit twenty two. Oh, it was four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. four year, hundred million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that, that, pay that worth man. it. Worth it. Yeah, I think that's money. I like, I like I like Anthony a lot. I just don't think he's better than CJ. And then that that CJ experiment didn't work out. <clears throat> but I don't think that was so much on CJ and Dame. I think that was more on them not having a versatile three guard. Um, you know, power forward, small forward situation over there wasn't all that legit. Like they have in Jeremy Grant now. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The, the Blazers are really a good team. Really a good team. They're also, the, they they got other pieces like. You know, uh, y'all don't trip when I say this, but they got Justice Winslow. They got uh, Josh Hart. They got uh, I like Josh Hart. Little. They got those type of pieces. Oh, like Shaden Sharp too. I'm, I'm yeah, big on yeah, Shaden Sharp. Yeah. They got Shaden Sharp, so they got a bunch. Shaden of Sharp's the one who leaps play. out the gym, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. He is <laughs> that leaping ability is insane. Um, but Ron, I wanted to go back to because you had three overrated teams you only listed Dallas Mavericks I don't know if that was to, <laughs> in spite of me because of what I told you before the show started no it's just in spite of everybody saying that Luca is going to put a franchise on his back and, and lead them into the conference finals again which I just don't his believe back ain't big enough. A, a championship caliber team I mean I, I love Luca, but you, you can't you can't do it by yourself it's not you, you're just not going to do that in this NBA all right who are um, the two other teams but the next team is Nikola Jokic in the Denver Nuggets? That's crazy. Agreed. How are we overrated? Over how, the are we over, how are we overrated? Over the Mavericks. Man. Because once way? again, once again, people say that the that the Nuggets are this playoff threat, this team that's gonna, you know, possibly be a dark horse team to to run through the West and be and win the championship and this, that, and the third. I know Jokic is what he is. I like I like Michael Porter Jr. a lot. I've been watching him since he was playing basketball in high school up in Washington at Nathan Hale High School. I like I like uh, Murray a lot. They have they have a deep team. I like the KCP pickup. Bones. I like I like all of that. Bones Bones is tough too, but it's just something about the team. I just look at them, and I just see frauds. 
I just see a big ass F just right, just right in the middle. Yeah, you know how in your report card when they just stamp the F right there with the circle, F just right there. Can't relate. Never got an F in my life. <laughs> yeah. So why are you so, laughing at that, Ron? I, so, what teams do you think can beat the Nuggets right, in the seven game series? Blast. What in the seven games? In the seven game series? What teams do you think can beat the Nuggets? Ron? All Hold of on. them. Um, <laughs> just Western Conference? Yeah, just Western Conference. I, I yeah, don't because think... they're not making the finals, JD. So I was Suns, like, Suns, Clips, Pels, Blazers, Kings, Kings. Mavs. Sure, we can go Kings, Grizzlies, Warriors. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. All the teams you're talking about. Now, granted, the thing I'll about give you Warriors, Clips, Suns. <sighs> I don't Suns. know about the Suns. I don't know yeah. about the Suns. I can't give you the Suns. I'm not yes. going to I can't give you the Suns. Hey, but hold on, no. The Blazers are coming. Pop their ass for real. That's what the, I'm the, saying. The, the Blazers are really come get if, if Dame come in hoop, Anthony come in hoop, Jeremy we saw him hoop Jeremy do. against us last time and they lost. Wait, timeout though. Timeout. Without Jamal. This, 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 Without this, Jamal. This, this is this is po- quite possibly the best team the Dames ever had. Quite possibly. Is this okay? Okay. You think that this is better than Lamarcus Aldridge Blazers? Yeah, yeah. Dave yeah. was too young. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I understand it. I understand it. But I but hold on, no, G baby. I'm not just gonna hold you guys and say that all these teams can beat you without turning around and saying that you guys can't beat all these teams as well. Yeah, of course they can, but they won't. <laughs> That's crazy. So they you won't. think you think we 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 just gonna lose? To like, because currently it's Phoenix, Utah, Sacramento, Clippers, Pelicans, and Blazers. They can beat you think Utah. We just they could. They could beat the Pels. The Pelicans are better than you think, JD. I no, I, I think I'm I'm high on the Pelicans, but I know they can beat them. I got the Pelicans. I mean, that could be okay, anybody. That's, that's, we'll the, thing, like, that's the thing about the West. We got, we got 17 games under our belt. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Bro, also, we finally hit our stride. No, also, you guys game. you guys would lose to the Lakers, too. No. <laughs> no we Yo, no, but for real, though? For real? For real? Is LeBron James still their best shooter? <laughs> if LeBron James is still their best shooter? No. No, they're not even going to be there to have an opportunity. I'm not going to hold you. They're the only team I can see the Lakers beating in these little top ten are the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, that's disgusting that's that you that's it. don't think that they could beat anyone else. But anyway, like, Ron, top 10 right now, I don't think they could beat the Grizzlies, the, the, the Mavs. I don't think – okay, maybe the Kings because it's the Kings. Maybe the Jazz because it's bro. the Jazz. And that's just because of the stigma that they've had on them in years prior. So if it happens again, I wouldn't be shocked. But like top to bottom, like there's like I'm just saying there's a reason they they the second worst team in the West. I saw it coming. Lonnie Walker is is supposed to be their best three point shooter. Ain't like I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the Lakers at all. I but like I like the- Lonnie Walker. I just don't like him to have to be any team's best shooter. I don't think he's. I don't think they signed him to be their best shooter. I just think he's shooting better than everybody else. I don't think well, they're like Lonnie. I don't think tell, they're grabbing Lonnie by his jersey like. Nah, tell, nah, 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 nah. tell the Lakers fans in y'all in this chat 
who all, all season was trying to tell me, oh, no, the Lakers will be good. We signed Lonnie Walker. That's more defense and shooting now. And we're going to be all – we got Austin Reeves. We're going to be fine. Healthy. We're going to be just fine. Hey, but Lonnie you know? was a good pickup, though. He, I mean, he's was, not the savior right, of the considering franchise, what they lost. he was a good pickup. Lonnie, Lonnie, Lonnie getting down this year. Yeah, he, he cool. LeBron James is still their best shooter. <laughs> okay, Ron, I'm not who's worried about it. Who's the third team? Who's the third team? Hey, but for real though, if if AD keeps playing the way he's playing and Bron comes back, we might be talking about a different Lakers team. Now, I don't know if AD can 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 sustain this level of excellence, and I don't know how Bron's going to be back post injury. But if if Bron do that, AD play the way he plays, and everybody else falls in the line, we may see something with the Lakers. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say too much else about them. We'll see what they do. But as for the third overrated team, I got to go out east now. You guys are high on these dudes, and I just don't know. Cleveland I don't Cavaliers, know. Cleveland Cavaliers. I really don't know because I don't, I don't. I'm definitely not talking about the Hawks. <laughs> Underrated team. Overrated team. I'm, I'm just not sold on this backcourt. Oh, you're talking about I'm, the Sixers. I'm, I'm not sold on this backcourt. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, and everybody else over there is young as well. They do got a couple vets, but I just don't know if the Cleveland Cavaliers are as good as you guys said. Wow. Hey, come aboard, so Ron. Hey, come hey, aboard. I just don't know. Hey, Ron, who's, who's better, the Cavaliers well, or the Sixers? Well, Cavaliers well, or the Sixers, I'm, who's better? I'm going to put my money on the Sixers. Oh, stop it. Nah, I'm not going to hold you. I agree in the playoffs. Oh, stop it. I'm, I thought you were going to say I'm not going to hold you. I'm, I'm like, I'm putting like all my That's money what I'm saying, JD. Not to win a chip, because I still think Boston and Milwaukee are the top two teams. Like mm-hmm. they were, those are the ones making the finals, but I definitely think Cleveland can make a semifinals. Or if they ain't got to see Boston or Milwaukee in the second round, I think they can get there. Honestly, I'm I'm super, and I'm not a I wasn't a big Donovan Mitchell guy. I wasn't like I had nasty agendas against him until he went to I, Cleveland. I, I saw what, I think would have made I the playoffs do. last year if it wasn't for Jared Allen and Evan Mobley getting hurt towards the end of the season. Like that hurt them. That was their defense. Like that was Don't their rim protection, too. their interior defense. So I just think now, and the way Evan Mobley, I, I love what I've seen from Evan Mobley and Darius Garland. I know he was out for a little bit. I go hold you. If they don't have to see Boston or Milwaukee in the second round, they're making an Easter conference. Bro, round. I'm telling you, I'm the Cleveland Cavaliers are a 2K team, bro. They are an amazing 2K team. But, Ron, keep going. Keep going because I'm curious because I've been on this before the season started. So, the thing about the Cavs is undoubtedly they have one of the best top top 10 players in the league, like first unit and second unit. And I just don't quite know how that Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell experience is going to work because it's, it's two guys that need the ball in their hands, two guys that want to dribble around a lot. So, how does that work? And my thing is, you 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 need to get Evan Mobley involved. Karis needs some shots. Uh, you got some of those guys off the bench that need some shots. I think that should give the ball to Jared Allen a little more. Not necessarily saying isolate him, but you know, get in there, throw him some lives and things of that nature. I I I sincerely believe that Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland may shoot them out of a lot of games. So, Beautiful part about it is they have they have a good defense, but I just. I, I don't know how that experience works. I just to be, don't know. To be fair, this is kind of how we were talking about the Celtics last season with Jason Tatum and, and, and Jalen Brown. And Euro was the big proponent on this of how that just 
dynamic doesn't work. We saw that it did work last season. The, the My concerns come from though, this just being a new constructed roster and the going into the playoffs, like, I don't know, playoff inexperience and then with Mitchell just underperforming. This is the thing, J.D. The Cavaliers last year, if Rudy, if, um, what's his name? Ricky Rubio. If Ricky mm. Rubio, Jared Allen, um, Karis LeVert, if all those guys don't get hurt when they get hurt, the Cavaliers had a strong case to win to 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 compete to win the East last year. That was last year, especially the way Kevin Love comes off the bench. Well, the, and they just got like better. Well, oh, come on, it's that their their bench is is Cavs well. overperformed, over exceeded expectations no, last year. No they, one they had over, them over, over the Bucks. No over one had them over the Sixers. No one had them over the Celtics. But over over exceeding ex, I had them over the. No Nets. one had them over Brooklyn. I had them over the Nets. Over exceeding expectation doesn't necessarily mean overperforming. Just because you expect somebody to do something else, only way you can over, over exceed expectations is if you don't expect yourself to do much. But I think they expected themselves to do a lot, and they were on they were on the verge of doing a lot before they had those those injuries. I don't think y'all understand how catastrophic the Ricky Rubio injury was to that team. Mm -hmm. That the, the Cleveland Cavaliers they were on track. I would say besides the Bucks and see, I, I didn't get on the Celtics train until Marcus, Marcus Smart made that statement about uh, Mark, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown passing the ball at the end of the game. Once he said that, I was like, okay, the Celtics are serious. But before that, I was like, the only team the Cavaliers can't beat is the Bucks. The Cavs last year, before they made this trade, were ready to go. So this year, it's just like, okay, Evan Mobley's a year older. Evan Mobley, and I'm not going to put it on him right now, but he's got potential to be in an F 12, 12, 15 years from now. We might be talking about Evan Mobley with, with Tim Duncan and those guys. We're not going to be a Darius Garland and in, in, in Donovan Mitchell. Don't stop dribbling the air out the ball. Well, by the time he said Bobby, you said Tim Duncan. Wait, wait, slow down, y'all. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, y'all. Slow down. I said, get him chat. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those cats like how how people deal with Luca after a second year. Like, oh, he's he's the next Magic Johnson, he's the next LeBron James. I'm not saying he's gonna be, but he's shown um, the the game. He's shown the poise. He's shown the availability. He's shown the IQ on defense and offense to where yo, this kid in the next four to five years could be the best power forward in the NBA. And so, ten to fifteen years from today. There's, there's no, I'm, I'm not going to just write that off. Like he might not be in that top 15 power forward conversation. He you could, he could easily do that. Forward, right? You also do know Wemby is coming into I, town. Oh, okay. Who's power forward? I'm talking about Evan Mobley. If y'all, if y'all don't see what, if y'all don't see what, how that boy play ball is. I see it. It's, man, he's, he's got the IQ. He can stretch the floor, but his ability to stretch the floor, he doesn't fall in love with that three ball like a lot of these young cats are doing nowadays. He I play like ball like if, if if he can get to if he can get to the rack, he's to the rack. If he needs to stop and put it off the glass, if you you know anything you give him, he'll take it. He there's not much on the floor he can't do, and that's on defense and offense. So when you got a guy like that, it's like so Jared Allen, um, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, and uh, Kevin Love. You got you got a solid. You got some solid bigs right there, and then you got the when you add the firepower of Darius Garland, uh, Donovan Mitchell, and and Karis LeVert, bro, and Isaac Okoro. He's 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 a dog. He's a dog. So I think they got. I think they check all the boxes. JD Bickerstaff. They got a coach that preaches defense, preaches that unity. 
He, they, bro, they, got, they, check all the boxes. they check all the boxes. That's all I'm saying. Yo, you had said you had said last year before the Ricky Rubio trade that the only team that you thought that that they couldn't beat was the Bucks. In the who's East, the yeah. Team, yeah. Well, in the East, who's the only team that you don't, or who's the teams that you don't think they can beat this year? They could beat anybody this year. All right, now mm. they, this this is where I got to check you because mm. I'm gonna tell you who they're not gonna beat. Who? They're not gonna go to Boston and beat the Celtics. Mm-hmm. They could. They, they can. No, no, no. They they're can. not doing that. I'm gonna, right, we'll I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. They're not beating the Celtics. The Bucks. You could just get that off your mind. Hey, just 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 forget about that thought. So we'll see. Oh, hey, oh, oh look, look. Yeah, keep going, Ron. Don't stop I there. I'm not gonna lie. After that, after Toronto. that, I think Cleveland can beat anybody. After that, that's what I love. Stop. They can for sure beat everybody else on the list right there. But I'm gonna give you three teams that they're really gonna struggle against, and that I think that they'll lose. Mm-hmm. First team I'm gonna go with is well, we just said it. Um, we we just said uh, the Raptors. I don't. The, the Raptors got too much length. I think they they propose too many defensive matchups for them. I think they make it tough for them. I think the Raptors yeah, make the Raptors it are a problem tough. for everybody. They're a problem I, I for everybody. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yo, when the, when the what what the, what what are the Cavs gonna do when they put OG and Obi on uh on um what's his name Donovan on Donovan Mitchell? They're gonna, they gonna play basketball, bro. And then they turn around and put Scotty Barnes on Darius Garland. Bro, Scotty's not quick enough to stay with Darius. No, I got big love for Scotty. He not, but that's the that's the thing. See, when when you you talk talk about about you talk about a lot of teams in different places. Right, right. But when you talk about a lot of teams, you can say that. Like, okay, what about when you put him on him or him on him? And and we just shut it down. The difference is the the Cavs actually play basketball. It's it's yeah, sometimes 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 they they will get they will get to that Donovan ISO. But when you when you set in the high pitch sometimes, but you you have you can see when they come and set that high pick with, with Jared Allen to, to uh, Donovan Mitchell. When you set that high pick, they get the ball. They can get the ball moving. When they move the ball, it's scary. But that's the thing. They haven't been moving the ball like that. And that, that's the thing is when you get a guy like Donovan Mitchell, who unfortunately he was in a Utah, Utah system where he had the luxury of just having the ball in his hands all game long and doing whatever he wants to. So now he's taking that same style of play over to Cleveland. And it's like now it's just him and Darius going back and forth, one on one, one on one, one on one. They're not really moving the ball like right. that. When they, when they when they do play like that, I'm not a fan of it. When they play like that, I'm kind of like, all right, Boston, uh, Milwaukee, they're, they're out. But when and, and even even when they do play that style of basketball, that that old school, um, when, when like when Billy Donovan had uh, Russ and KD, when they play that style of basketball, they still beat. Everybody in the in the in the East besides maybe Toronto, maybe. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not giving. I'm not giving Philly. I no think love. they would. I think Philly they no would have beat Toronto last year if they were in the playoffs. Honestly, yeah, the last man. Whatever. Well, I think they would. Well, no, I think they, I they, think came, they, they came back healthy. No, yeah, no, but they were in position to be in the playoffs before. Right. It, it, so I'm just saying they wouldn't have had to be in the play-in. And I think well, they, they, lost, they game, lost to the Nets. They lost to the Nets. In that yeah, play, huh? and yeah, 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 that's right. So, oh, but yeah. you know what? Wasn't it? Wasn't it the first round of the playing? Was it the? Was it the Hawks? No, it was Nets and Cavs, and then they lost to the Hawks the second. Okay, that's game. what it was. That I, Hawk, I don't know. That Hawks, I don't know that Hawks game was game. crazy. I don't know how. Yeah, somebody like they were missing crazy shots. I believe. 
I want to say Karis LeVert sold that game. I could be wrong. He might have sold the no, Brooklyn game. Kept, anything Karis LeVert did last year, he I'm I'm giving a pass for that. He just had that surgery. He found out he had kidney cancer. That, um, I mean, fair cancer. enough. Fair enough. I'm not like. Oh I said, no, I got you, I got you. We just talking about yeah. what happened. You right? I got you. I got you. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into the other two teams that I was saying, too. So I said the Rafters. Now, you just mentioned Philly. Rafters is crazy. I'm, I'm going to tell you why mm-hmm. I have the the, the uh, 76ers over the Cavaliers. Because they matched them in star power or just throughout the starting lineup. So, you know, the uh, the Cavs, they go Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Karis LeVert, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. Okay, well, Philly, they go Maxi, Harden, Tobias, um, what do they go? Georges Nyang? Nyang starts for him at the four? Is it Georges? I mean, I'll check. But... And then, uh, uh, obviously, Embiid. So, those those starting Ooh. lineups are, they're, they're very, Tucker, they're very close to each other. Oh, PJ. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so look, they got PJ, right? And, bro, oh. you can say whatever you want about PJ's offensive game. He is not there to put points on the board. Hey. He's there to lock up your star. He there to put the corner threes in, though. I'll tell you, he there to do that. But look, when when you match up those starting lineups, okay, you you may say that that them starting lineups can cancel each other out. Okay, amazing. But here's my thing, though, when it comes to that. Now you got to start looking at the stars and who's going to carry the team through the series. And I'm willing to put my bottom dollar on Maxi. I'm going to leave James Harden out of this because we know how he does in the play. I'm I'm willing to put my bottom dollar more on Maxi and Embiid to perform more than Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. And here's also the thing, too. You can talk about James Harden disappearing in the playoffs, but we've seen some slight Houdini acts out of Donovan Mitchell, too. It's been times where Donovan Mitchell has balled, but it's also been times where it's like, Donovan, Donovan. Who's better in the playoffs, Donovan or James? You there? Who's better in the the playoffs, Donovan or James? Who's better in the playoffs, Donovan or Joel Embiid? Donovan, and that's and and that and that's the point I'm making. I I Jared Allen Are you is sure there. about that. Jared <laughs> Allen is there, but I don't think Jared Allen has enough for Joel and B. Are you sure that Donovan's better than Joel in the playoffs? Man, Joel, no, I'm right saying Joel. Yes. No, no, no. I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, that's Joel, like, Joel, Joel, Joel don't be in shape, so he ran out of gas come the playoffs. He, he killed for a little bit. Last last year, or was it the year before, I was, I was finally impressed by Joel, but his track record just shows – he just he is, and it's not like he's choking. I just think a lot of times Joel's just out of shape, bro. He does. I don't think he takes the offseason serious enough for such a long season. Ron, who's the third team? I said, oh, oh, okay, okay. You said Raptors and Sixers. Yeah, and last but not least, I'm choosing a better backcourt. Hey, if we're gonna do this and run around and dribble oh, and shoot shit. threes, Come on, hey, if we're gonna man. run around and dribble and shoot threes, I'm gonna go <laughs> who can run around and dribble and shoot threes the best. Give me Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Yeah. They'll be lucky to make the playoffs this year, right? Yeah. They'll be lucky nah, to make the playoffs. Actually, I think that would be a seven game series. I'm not gonna hold it. Yeah, it would be a series I for sure. I'm not big on series. the Hawks. I thought you were about to say the Nets, low key, but it's no, real. No, no, I'm high on the Hawks. And I, I yeah. think like oh, I'm G baby, you, you got the you got the Nets, bro? No, I don't. That's why I, I thought, no, absolutely not. Nets are concerning. Um, I want to get think to about you. the Nets, though. With that being said, I think I think Ben Simmons might be on the route to waking up. I still don't I still don't think it's gonna be enough. They still they still need that other big because Royce O'Neal and Ben Simmons can't lead your team in rebounds every game. Um, but other than that, like if they if they would have said like I said earlier, if they just would have signed Dwight, I think they might be on to something. 
I do want to talk about uh, Ben Simmons' return to Philly, too. Uh, Dark Ambition sent to Super Chat. Who's winning a seven-game series, Grizz now or the prime Conley Mark Zebo team? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, the Grizz, the, Grizz now, the Grizz now shouldn't even show up to that. Yeah. The, with Tony Allen and Rudy Gay, there. Yeah, bro. Zebo, come on. John Morant. I, I love, I love Jaron Jackson, but he don't want that Zebo problem. Bro. Hey, Tony Allen's putting John Morant in a box. In a I'm, box. I'm, I'm a box too. Not even, hey, not even the Air Force One's box. I'm talking about one of those Converse boxes, the skinny ones. <laughs> Adrian yeah. Shake sent a super chat. Oh, wait, sorry, Ron. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I ain't going to ruffle these guys' feathers today. No, no. Go ahead, Ron. Say that. I got to hear that. Those, those teams, like those Grizzlies teams back in the day, they were good. But once again, that was one of them teams where people were saying, oh, they got they got championship aspirations. They can do this. They can do that. That They were a good conference semifinals team. And what is this team? What is I was this about team? to say, like, are they not the same team? thing? I hey, well, don't do act know? like don't act like they're contenders for the championship or something. They're con- come on, Ryan. come uh, on, Ron, please don't. Come on, about Ryan. the Grizzlies this season? Yeah, the Grizzlies. I don't know, bro. The the die is a cat because I'm I'm ready to say the Grizzlies are good, like great, but then I'm also kind of coming down to reality. But I'm like, I don't know how good John Morant can be with Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks alongside of him. Two very underrated players. Desmond Bain's been going bonkers this year and doesn't get no recognition for what he does. Dylan Brooks is also one of those better role players that nobody uh, gives the credit for. But then with Jaron Jackson in there too, I'm like, bro, these dudes are, they've really proven that they're really a good team. Two years ago, I was saying that was a fluke. Last year, I was saying, oh, they're not going to do nothing. But after seeing them play consistently the way that they played, I don't know, bro. And the thing about the Grizzlies, too, is they play defense. Like, I know you were just talking about that team back there. Yeah, yeah, uh, Mike Conley plays defense. Tony Allen's a phenomenal defender. Zebo, Marcus Gasol, defensive player of the year. But this team plays defense, too. And they got so, crazy. So, Ron, who you got? Which, which, which Grizzlies team you got? Man, I think I think these guys going to shoot them out the gym. I'm with you, Ron. <laughs> I, I, I think Desmond, Dylan, nah. Jaren, and uh, and Josh shoot him out the gym. What's y'all, what's y'all call? What y'all call that? Recency, recency bias? Oh please! What's y'all call it? Yes, but not in this case. Adrian Shake sent a super chat. If the Bulls had Aiton instead of Vucevic, along with a healthy Lonzo, where would they rank in the East? Throwing a bench score like Clarkson as well. I don't. I don't see what's everybody's problem with Vucevic. I like Vooch. What is everybody's problem with Vooch? Now, yeah, I think I think, think, think Aiden's a little better. I, I, do, I do think Aiden's better. What you say, Ron? I think it's the fact that he just be on that three point line, just shooting a bunch of threes. Yeah, but that's what all these we got, these bigs are doing. <laughs> I think it's kind of comparable. I don't really think it moves the needle much with that. So, Shanny two X, Bobby, I feel your pain. The Cavs been written off since 2011 until Braun came back. Just R E L A X, Bobby, y'all doing good. I know, and I'm staying humble. Mr. Rudy Pooh, stop the cap. Jokic, just a George. George's Niang with playmaking overrated like a MF. That's crazy. Damn. That is kind of nasty. Yeah, no, that's Ru- hey, Rudy Pooh was spitting into that. I'm sorry you had to send five dollars to crazy. That was crazy. Big Rue with the super chat. Timberwolves nine and eight, three games back of first place. Relax. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Leaf Diggy three way trade. Trey Young to Memphis. Morant to doubt. Da- <laughs> Morant to Dallas. Luca to Atlanta. Don't at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which team would be better if they did that, though? 
I know which team would be the worst one. Whichever one Trey goes to? No, whichever one Luca goes to. <laughs> because DeJounte Murray is not getting touches after that. If Luca goes to Atlanta, DeJounte Murray is not getting touches. It's, it's a wrap. DeJounte ended up punching on Luca. You guys are haters. Yo, if you haven't paid the entry fee to the Player's Choice live show, make sure you do so right now. Make sure you like the video. Subscribe as well if you have not. Um, let's talk about Anthony Davis's historic night last night. 37 points, 21 boards, 5 blocks, 5 steals. Second player since 90 or 74 to have these numbers. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it, did it last, and he also did this five times. Huh. You said Kareem? Hmm. Okay. What about him? Sounds like goat shit to me. Uh, AD has been playing great his last his last like five. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he just looks looks good. Um, and if if he can continue with this production, Braun comes back. I think they could start rattling off some wins. But where do we see if AD keeps us up? Do we see the Lakers? Play in playoffs, missing playoffs. Where are we at with this? Missing the playoffs. I'm in the same boat. That's tough. It means like, hey, shout out to AD. You know, 37, you know, 21. All that. That's great. They still lost. They still lost. They did. Booker and Bridges combined for 50 <laughs> in this game. All right. I want to talk about the Pat Bev pushing uh <laughs> Aiton to the ground. So Aiton was standing over Austin Reeves. He was taunting him after a foul or something. And Pat Bev comes over from the other side of the key and shoves Aiton to the ground. Gets a, a flagrant, gets kicked. I don't remember exactly what happened. Ejected. But just, yeah, he got ejected. So, but the situation, how do we feel about the situation? Bob, how do you feel about Pat Bev coming over and defending Reeves? You already know I love every part of that. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what Pat Bev is there for. That's how come that's how come uh the Minnesota Timberwolves played so good last year. It's you just gotta you gotta have that edge on your team. Like you can't let somebody do that to your teammate, no matter what. Especially it was really Devin Booker. Devin Booker, what he did, and then and then DeAndre Aiden coming over. You need that. You still you need that on your team. You gotta protect your team. I wonder what DeAndre said to him though. Because it was, it was more so just standing over him like that. Like Hey, once once again, you know, I I do feel like you you need guys like Patrick Beverly and your team to be enforcers. Uh, like even kind of with the with the Montrez Harrell situation, a lot mm-hmm. of people were saying that was uncalled for. He didn't have to do all of that, but you need players like that on your team to just somewhat be enforcers and just just so people just know that they can't just do or say anything to your team. Yeah, okay, you're on Hezzy. Yes, fake tough guy. Okay, but even if he mm-hmm. is a fake tough guy, you know that if you say something or do something to my team, this fake tough guy is going to say something to you. He's going to bring it to your front door. You need guys like that. Um, look, Patrick Beverly, he he in, in a fight, he probably loses that fight. But As long as he, he fights, though. As long as exactly he fights. my point. Like, a, a lot of people aren't going to fight a dude that they know is going to fight back to him, even if they know they can beat him up. They just don't want – they just don't want to deal with the scuffle. So w- when you got when you got guys like that on your team that are willing to, to stick up for your guys, it just says something about your team. And players aren't going to want to do certain things and say certain things to you guys. thing about it is, like, 
like so you're said pushing see that's what I'm saying. Like you're all want the NBA to be a fairy tale land like the Care Bears or something like that. Like that's not how it is. You can't everybody don't want to be friends, bro. Everybody don't want to be friends. From from Montrez doing what he did, Giannis running the back to get go get a ball, like that's just it's it's you could call it fake tough guy or whatever, but it really make everybody know who really soft. Because for instance, both of these situations, he took Giannis ball and he, he saw like he took the ball and ran in the locker room. Giannis didn't go get his ball back. <laughs> he went to the locker room to get another ball. All right, now we know how you get down. He's soft. All right, uh, DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden, like Devin Booker, Devin Booker knocks Austin Reeves. Like Austin Reeves, he knock he knocked Austin Reeves down. Look at him like Devin Booker's supposed to be hard now. DeAndre Aiden walks over and stands over him like, bro, what are you doing? So what if Patrick Beverly's supposed to go tap on the shoulder like, hey, DeAndre, turn around so I can push you? What you mean he don't bring it to his front door? Like, get up out of here with that. Like everybody, everybody don't want a soft ass NBA. Like this new shit, that shit is corny. Everybody don't want to be friends. And if you you can't disrespect my teammates, and that's what Patrick Beverly made known. I mean, <clears throat> it could be just because I'm younger, but like I'm all about like defending your teammates, and you know, like you should as you should. But the way I, I'm looking at, it, like, well, you you defended your teammate great, but now we're now the other team is laughing because look, you just lost one of your key pieces. That's just gonna make it harder for you to win when you was already down in the first place. Good point. Like this, all about defending your. T- I'm all about defending your teammates for sure, but you know, you. I just feel like you got to be able, especially when the when the situation like technically had nothing to do with you. You got to be able to keep your emotions in check. Has, now, because now your team. True. But I mean, like, I mean, like specifically, like he wasn't looking. Now, Pat Beverly, Pat Bev was the one on the ground. I whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, defend your teammates. Absolutely, but now you're getting ejected, and you can say that's who he is, fine. But nevertheless, especially when you a team like the Lakers, who are currently five and eleven, I believe five and eleven, uh, the second worst team in the West. The last thing you can afford is to be losing one of your better pieces. It's already hard I, enough I for you to that. win games as it is, and LeBron ain't there. So right. it's already hard enough as it is. So you like, I just feel like you got to be able defend your team. I think if he just would have went up there and were like, "Yo, what you doing?" Probably would have got a tech, hey, yeah. and could have kept playing. But I just so feel I, like I when you do something like that. It's like now you just hurting your team even more. I definitely understand where you're coming from, especially <clears throat> from from a from a from a short, you know, short minded aspect of it like okay let's win let's try to win this game but my thing is if we if we're in the playoffs and it's 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 coming down to the wire i need you to look around the bench and know like no i'm i'm, I'm doing i'm doing everything i can to win for my teammates because my teammates got my back so in these first 20 games any any of these early games in the season like we're not they're not a very good team anyway but now austin reeves knows like okay i got i got my brothers with me like i my my brother's seen Seeing these big six, seven, six, ten cats pushing on me, standing over me, and he came and rocked out with me. So now I know that he really, he really got my back. What's more important than one game in the season? And I mean, Patrick Beverly, yeah, I know he's important to their team, but it's like, it's not like he's about to turn up and give us forty right now, so we gonna win. So he like, you know, fuck it, I, I'll go to the locker room anyway. But now my brothers know when, when, when it's, when it's battle time, who, who got their back and who don't. I want. 
I want to talk about Ben Simmons' return to Philly. Now, the the Nets did end up losing the game 106-115. Um, ben put up 11, 11 points, 11 boards, 7 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. I think the Nets are leading the league in block shots or something. And, you are know, they? They, their, their knock has been they need bigs, like defend the rim, whatever. But Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant, I think, are like leading the pack in terms of blocks per game or they're Claxton they're near the top there too. or Claxton sorry I said Ben Simmons Claxton in in Kevin Durant I'm yeah, pretty the sure Brooklyn Nets are averaging 7.3 blocks a game yeah um so Ooh, my biggest take, my big <laughs> my biggest takeaway with Ben Simmons last night was he looked like he's building his confidence back and they put him back in kind of that that main ball handler role he was bringing the ball up the floor he was establishing the offense, uh, starting the offense, and he just looked like he was like comfortable again, or or more comfortable than he has been since the beginning, of, uh, since the season started. And so I'm looking at Bobby. You, you you mentioned this earlier, and that Ben Simmons is looking like he's kind of making those strides to come back to be the Ben Simmons that we kind of saw in Philly his first few years. So I don't know what the rest of the year will look like for him. But I like I like what he did last night. And if he's able to maintain that role or stay in a, a similar role to that and continue to build on his confidence, I like Simmons. I, I like the, the Nets have a much better chance this season. I think they have a much better chance, but I don't think that's saying much because the chance they had before that was, you know, wasn't a chance at all. Like I said, I just don't think they're big enough. Besides, that's, oh. just, that's just that simple for me. I just think they're too small. Even with those blocks, like, that's cool, but it's not going to happen for them. Ron, I mean, I, I hope, ahead, I hope, uh, I'm sorry. I hope that Ben Simmons finally, you know, gets it together, you know, because at the end of the day, we can say whatever we want about, like, Ben Simmons. We know he's been hurt. We know he's been going through stuff. So, like, I want him to get whatever is going on in his head, like, get it out, be done. You know, like, let's keep it pushing on basketball. So if I just look at the basketball aspect, like, okay, yeah, you finally getting comfortable. You finally, you know, getting back to where you need to. But, like, the six, the six, I just, it's kind of the same thing with the Lakers. Like, y'all still lost. Sixers didn't have Embiid. They didn't have uh, James Harden. And, y'all, like, if there was any game, any time for y'all to win, that was the time. And, like, so, yeah, like, Ben, like, he played solid, you know? Like, y'all had everybody. Y'all had KD there. Y'all had Kyrie there. You know, and it's not like KD and KD, uh, KD and uh, Kyrie played bad. Y'all still are losing. Like, at this point, like, especially when it comes to the Nets, since KD and Kyrie got there, they've been a championship aspiration type team. And they've made it to the second round. Granted, KD's foot was on the line. They had injuries then. They made all the trades, and then they got smacked last year in the first. Like, at, at this point for me, like, these are not games. Like, yeah, anybody can get caught on any day. It's an 82-game season. But these are not games that I feel like y'all should be getting caught by. Like, if, even if Joel and B was just there, all right, cool. Like, all right, it's Joel and B. That's the top 10 player in the league. Some people think he's the best center in the league. Okay. Nobody thinks that. You Both of y'all think that. Dell does. I don't think he's the best. As a matter of fact, does Joel play tonight? Y'all both got the Luke grab, right? 
Well, check this out. <laughs> Put your money where your fat mouth is. Who do they play? Bro, it, they they, they don't even you don't even have to put it up against someone who's playing either, uh, or oh, in that matchup. Jo- you, bro, Joel's Joker's hurt. playing. Joker's playing tonight. Oh, Joel's hurt. All right, well, look, check this out, y'all. Y'all just take Jokic, and I'll take whatever whatever other All Star that you guys want. Yeah. Hey, you know what though? So somebody, somebody did say that in the chat. What we were talking about uh, a while back, the fact that the Nets might not necessarily need to just get bigger. But they're not even putting themselves in position to get rebounds. It's like they're out there boxing out. And I remember I tried to explain that to Dub. Like, you just have to box out. And he was saying, well, they're too small. So I, I kind of agree with both at this point because they're obviously not doing – and I know it's an NBA, so you would assume that we still have to do box out drills every day, you know? The one where you, the, you know, the one where the two guys on the bottom, coach throws the ball at the rim and you got to get the rebounds before you can get out. That mm-hmm. those drills, I mean, they're not. He's definitely right. Like they're not even boxing out. So that that takes me back to what I said a couple weeks ago about the Nets. Like, are they even? Are they even? Do they want to play anymore? Was it just Steve Nash? Like, what's the problem in Brooklyn? Is it from? The, is it the whole organization, or is it that they're just not big enough? Are they not? Are they not trying hard enough? Do they not have the heart? Is it? Is it Kyrie? Is it? Is what is it? I'm, I'm trying to put it together and like this is one of the biggest just mysteries that I've ever came across because I'm watching this game last night. I turn it on and, I, and they're down 10 points and I'm looking and I'm like, I know Joel's not playing because he's hurt. I know Embiid or I know uh, Harden's been hurt. I know Maxi just rolled his ankle. So why? What's going on? And Brooklyn is now fully healthy. They got all their pieces. I'm trying to figure out I'm why honestly, you guys can't play together. Bro, I'm honestly, my measuring stick on the success of the Nets season is going to ride on how they perform probably like 10, 12 games leading into All-Star break. Because that's really where you start seeing the the beginning of the season. Rust is worn off going into All-Star break, how you kind of end that stint first half of the season then you can kind of get a better gauge of what that second half might look like so that's what i'm kind of waiting for so but i don't JD put too much though, weight on the last night it's like whatever I'm not, you know? it's not me you putting too much weight on last game. night it's it's the whole season so far and even last year in the playoffs i'm like you guys have Gilroy will come up here and die on this hill they have the best point guard in the nba they have the best player in the nba then they have another all-star caliber player. Then they got a bunch of other pieces. Patty Mills, Joe Harris, Royce O'Neal, Nick Claxton. I'm just looking at these guys. And it is it is a good collection of guys. Why can you guys not play a brand of basketball that can win? Ron, I, you're not I just don't get it. You're not I wrong. You're not wrong about their pieces. They have good pieces. You also have to take into account all the shenanigans that went on before the season started with the 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 trade rumors around Kevin Durant wanting to get out then the season starts the Kyrie situation happens then Steve Nash gets the boot there's been so much controversy and just things going on in the JD. Brooklyn Nets organization that you have to deal with that mentally too that's why i'm saying let that stuff be the past let them move get get to the point where they can move on from that and then move forward right, maybe so steve nash wasn't the problem that. This is what I got to say to that. 
the Celtics went through a shit ton of controversy. They're, oh, my God. They were up in flames with everything that they've been going through. Well, they look like they're the best team in the East right now. Then I'm, I'm going to go out West. The Phoenix Suns. Hey, they 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 melted melted down in the playoffs last year. Turned back around, had a whole sh- bunch of shenanigans with their with their owner. Then going into the season, something happens with uh one of their starters, one of their key veterans, Jay Crowder. Then Chris Paul gets hurt. The, the, so the Suns have been going through all of that, yet they're still at the top of the West. I just don't get it with Brooklyn. It's Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons, and a bunch of other adequate pieces. Why can these guys not play a winning form of basketball? How are they losing to a, a, a Philadelphia 76ers team who, as of last night, if they were constructed like that, they would be they would be getting Victor Wembanyama, <laughs> with Tobias Harris as their best player. I just I just don't get it. I don't. I really I'm happy. Don't. I'm happy. Z Dub sent this uh this, this super chat because I asked y'all up. ignored me. Y'all ignored me. Is Steve was Steve Nash the problem or not? Yeah, let's pull it up. Z Dub, we still gonna act like Steve Nash was the main problem, or can we agree that he was the scapegoat? I mean, he was a clear scapegoat. I mean, don't get me wrong. Do I think Steve Nash is a good coach? Absolutely not. But I can definitely agree that he was for sure the scapegoat because, like, the way I look at it, like, okay, yeah, you can blame Steve Nash all you want, but like, I was like, I was like, all right, let's see what y'all do when he's out. And nothing's really changed to me. Nothing. Bro, I mean, granted, it's a small sample size. Granted, it's a small sample size. Like nothing. Like KD is still gonna be KD. KD seems like he uh he only wants to play in like the best situation possible. If it's not the best situation possible, everything's a problem. Like I don't know how I don't know how true this was, but like was he not like didn't he say like not too long ago like. Oh, what can you expect from this lineup or something like basically criticizing his teammates? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not something you say. Like, that's that's not like so me as a teammate, if I'm playing with you and you're like, oh, well, what do you expect from, from the guys I'm playing with? Like, what do you expect? I'm looking, I'm like he's not wrong. I mean, yeah, he was you, he was you, wrong and, for and, saying we can, that. and we can feel that way, but just as far as chemistry and and uh like playing together, I'm not gonna want to play with you. I'm not gonna want to like. I'm not gonna want to uh, play my play my all out for somebody who don't even want to be here. Like that's the way I feel. So it's like, yeah, like Steve Nash. Don't get me wrong, he was not the man for the job. He should have never got it in the first place. Who was it? Who was there before? Kenny Atkinson, whatever. They should have never got rid of him. Never no, had to. Or KD was gonna cry about it. I mean, I I, I hear you, but I feel like. As GMs, I feel like, yeah, like, give your players the power. But sometimes I feel like they give them too much. And why, like, I would have sat down and be like, why am I going to get rid of a coach who, who's who been building something really good here with, with especially, like, with D'Lo and Jared Allen are on them there? Yeah, you might got to trade them to get to get those guys. But I'm not going to get rid of a guy who was making good progress, building up chemistry when people thought we were mm-hmm. bottom of the league. I'm not about mm-hmm. to get rid of a guy who's doing that. So like, hey, hey, you might not, you might, it might not be the guy you want, but we gonna, we gonna make this work. Hey, am I mistaken, or is Kenny Atkinson on the Warriors bench now? Yeah, he on. The, I, I believe he's still on their staff. Yeah, I thought so. That's what I thought. Yeah, so I just, I just feel like with the chemistry wise, you can have all this championship aspirations. You can have the talent, Kyrie, KD, 
Ben Simmons can go back to being the best Ben Simmons we've ever seen. It's going to mean nothing if you don't have chemistry. And when you play teams like Milwaukee, when you play teams like Boston, again, when you – honestly, even if you play up a team against the Cavs, I think they're going to struggle. I think I think it's going to be a problem. And you got all these aspirations. Eventually, if you keep getting everything you want and you keep not succeeding to the point where y'all should be, I'm going to stop looking at everything else that you keep trying to get rid of and I'm going to start looking at you. Like maybe KD is the problem. Maybe Kyrie to a lesser extent is the problem. So uh Z Dub sent a super chat. Congrats to Bobby's Kings, man. I can admit when I'm wrong and D Fox is on fire. Hashtag big ox shit. Uh can somebody please tell me what the Brooklyn Nets need. Chat. Just need the Marcus Sabonis. Oh, all right. Well, that's it. Hey, for real, the, the, the Marcus should be tough in Brooklyn, though. That that'd be crazy. That'd be nice. They saw. Look, they soft. They got terrible leadership from top to bottom. They 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 refuse to play together. KD out here making his teammates not like him. I don't know, man. Bro, you know what's crazy is on on like so on the talk NBA radio and stuff yesterday. I was listening, and like Frank Isola. And uh, Brian Scalabrini, they were on there talking about how it's going to be so funny when the when the Nets go into uh, in the Philly tomorrow and kick their ass, and all the all the Ben Ben Simmons haters are going to be quieted in the third quarter when the when the Nets are up twenty. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, well, what what team are these guys in the media getting paid extra to say this and like make excuses for Kevin Durant further and further? What's going on? To where they don't see what we see, because clearly we all, I'm I'm pretty sure, we're, except for JD, you're saying give them a little more time. Everybody sees it, but what is it that got people thinking the Nets are just all of a sudden going to wake up tomorrow and be the team they said that they were going to be three years ago? Because we have not seen that team, except for that one fi- uh, playoff series against uh, Milwaukee when KD uh, foot was too big. I don't see what everybody sees with these Nets. Telling you, give it time. I I can I can get We've on. We've given your it side. three years, JD. It, three I can years, get on your JD. Side after All Star break. Um, Monday the Bucks played a Damian Lillardless Blazers. Um, Giannis dominates in a Bucks win. However, they only won by eight points, but he put up thirty-seven-seven in six, two steals, shot sixty-six percent. I think this is almost more of a testament to the Blazers being able to fight a contending team and take the game down to the wire only losing by eight without Dame um, and just further pushes Ron's agenda. The trailblazers are for real this year. They were actually up in that game too. Uh, Giannis just came out in the second half and went ballistic. So they ended up, you know, obviously pulling up, pulling away, but the blazers were, you know, they, they were fighting and they were, they were winning for a majority of the game. Yeah. I will say I was definitely wrong going into the season about my blazers um, take thinking that they're going to be kind of, bottom not bottom of the barrel but not really playoff bound i do think that they can make the playoffs whether it's through the plan or whatever and i do think that they could take a potential you know they they really could take games off of teams in in uh shock somebody i'm not i wouldn't go as far as to say that they could go western conference final in 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 nba finals um but they they just have potential to knock people off so they're gonna be scary no one's gonna want to see the blazers in the playoffs so the, it, it's just dope to see, you know, Dame. I like seeing Dame succeed, like seeing Dame cook. But 
Yeah, I just think I think we I think at least for me, I thought I was like, well, if Dane comes back healthy, I feel like I've seen him make playoffs with worse teams and not just make playoffs, but be like five seed, six seed, like not playing. So I always felt like they had a chance, but yeah, you're right. Uh without Dane, how they've been able to fight. Um, I love, like I said, Anthony Simons, love what I've seen from him. Um, I like Jeremy Grant. I'm still salty that he chose to go to the Pistons instead of stay with the Nuggets to do nothing. But um, Jeremy Grant and then, of course, Nurkic is still there, who's a solid big. I think this team can, like you said, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. They probably won't make it that far, but they're going to make them work for it. So. All right, the thing Ron. About it, in the go playoffs, ahead. is it's like they're going to go as far as the other players other than Damian Lillard take them. You know, Damian can only take them so far. The other guys got to step up. So this is actually a blessing in disguise for them with these guys being able to play without him and getting getting this time without him and showing that they actually can't contend and compete without him. Because it's like, bro, you know Damian Lillard is going to make big shots. You know he's going to give you those 30 pieces in the playoffs. You know he's going to do what he does. But without those other players to play defense, uh, cancel out other players, come in and give you 25s, 20s things like that uh jeremy grant getting double doubles things like that without that the blazers blazers don't stand a chance in the playoffs all right ron i want to talk about the los angeles clippers because they're starting to catch a little bit of fire right now the they started the season two and four and they're nine and three since that hellacious start do you still like the clippers in the postseason What's their record since that hellacious start? Nine and three. Nine and three. Hmm. Hey, don't look now. Just don't don't look now, but they coming. And on top of that, keep in mind, Kawhi is still coming to himself. He's still coming to himself. And it's like, I, I don't I don't think Paul George has played as good as he can possibly play. But you know, they, they got a good team all around the board. And it's like, bro. Don't nobody really want to play the Clippers like that. Like you could look down the West. Nobody wants to play the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to play them in the playoffs because if Kawhi <laughs> is back to even 90% of Kawhi, last two times we saw him in the playoffs fully healthy, he was going crazy. So nobody wants to see them in the playoffs. But I just hope, which, again, I don't think they'll fall off that bad. I just hope they keep it together. To make it that 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 like don't get caught in the play in. I mean, because again, it's early in the season. There's teams that are gonna go up and there's teams that are gonna go down. But the West thing, you know, there's it's not like you're guaranteed six and the playing teams are just there, you know what I mean? Like it was last year. No, there's teams where if they face Utah or they face, you know, Sacramento to a lesser extent, or if Somehow, some way to the Suns get caught up in the play-in. Like, there's playing teams, you know, the Grizzlies right now and the Mavs. There's playing teams they can get caught by on a one-game thing. We already know what Luka does to them. You know, so if they 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 just need to have a little bit more sense of urgency and secure themselves sooner rather than later. I'll put it like that. Because if they wait too long and they find themselves, you know, because, you know, Kawhi, as much as we want him to come back, you know, he can, Kawhi is not going to play if he if he don't feel like it. If he if he got a little back nagging thing, he ain't going to play. 
So if they losing out on that, if they don't, if they have a secure day spot, they can get caught. So they need to have a little bit more sense of urgency for me. But hey, nine and three in their last twelve. Shout out to them. I expect them to continue to keeping that type of play up too. Like how I said, they got too good of a team not to win a majority of their games, even without Kawhi. On top of that, man, I try to tell you guys it's a whirlwind coming off the bench. I'll try to say John Wall was done. He couldn't hoop anymore. Well, look at him now. The good and take, John Ron. Wall's, John Wall's only going to get better. That was a good take, Ron. No I couldn't believe, believe people acting like John you. Wall wasn't coming with it. He he was balling before the uh, before the Rockets sat him down. What was he like? What he got worse by yeah, working I just out? Felt like, and like what he's doing right now is exactly what they need him to do. Like just come off the bench. You know, run that second unit, get a couple buckets every now and then. That's all they need him to do. So he's doing his job. The thing about it is, I st- I'm still under the belief that John Wall needs to be starting. Like, if you've watched a majority of their games this year, like I have, and, and monitored mm. them closely, John Wall's better than Reggie Jackson. And I don't think it's even a, a debate to even be had. John Wall, yo, the other night, John Wall had 10 assists at halftime. At halftime. Finish just because he's better, though. Just because he's better, don't mean he's a star. No, but this is why I'm saying that, though. Especially when Kawhi comes back, you don't need a guy like Reggie Jackson out there chucking up the fucking ball and taking the, <clears throat> taking shots away from Kawhi and uh, mm-hmm. Paul George. Reggie what? doesn't though when he. Plays I was like, I don't think he does that now, now, though. All right, Reggie plays his role. I don't. I don't know what. I don't Reggie, think. I don't think he's. I don't think he's just chucking up. I don't think he's. Reggie, Mr. Bucket. I'm Reggie. just saying. I'm just saying. You saying like he's gonna take away shots from PJ? I don't think he's gonna. Reggie Jackson like shoots like, a lot. As much as you're, as much as you're giving off. I don't. Think the the thing Reggie about it is, you know, you know, John Wall is not gonna do that, and Reggie will. It's not like he will every day, but you know, Reggie can get in his bag and just start chucking shit. But John Wall is gonna be looking for Paul George and Kawhi. The thing about it though is, I I like Reggie Jackson. I'm not knocking Reggie Jackson. Right, and Reggie Jackson got game. You've seen just the other night he had 27 points and he won our lucre bet against Darius Garland. But I just think that John Wall's a better player. I think he's a better point guard for that team. And on top of that, let's not act like John Wall can't go for 20 on any given night either. Yeah, yeah, Reggie can shoot a little better, but John Wall's been shooting pretty damn good this year. And on top of that, I'm just like when with, with, with Paul George on one wing and Kawhi on the other wing, and then you got Marcus Morris and you got uh big Zubak down low. I like John Wall in there pushing pushing the break and getting get breaking down the defense and getting these guys better looks than Reggie Jackson. But I mean, hey, if it's working with Reggie starting, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I mean, low key, they're taking the same amount of shots this year, though. Who Reggie like, and uh, John Wall? Yeah, they're taking the same. It's like point some off. So like I like I, I if you want to start John Wall, like it's cool. John Wall, like I feel like you know John Wall is John Wall. So like name value alone, you would think he would start. But I just think I think I think him running that second unit coming off the bench, I think that's better suited for him because that means like you don't you don't have to worry about him like trying to keep up with the starters and stuff. You could just let him be him in the second unit. Because John Wall in the second John unit Wall's is gonna point guard. He's not a he's not somebody that's coming out there trying to get his own money. He's trying to he's a point guard. He's out there to get everybody else involved. And he does that. Yeah, I mean don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think he's a better playmaker for sure. I don't think that's any questions asked. I just think like especially right now, like I think you can let Reggie rock, you know what I mean? And then if, if you do decide to switch it, that's cool, but like I, I don't know. I feel like it's not really gonna 
change too much. It's just I feel like that second unit's not going to get the playmaking it probably should. Because I feel like you're going to need that playmaking more with the second unit as opposed to with a healthy Kawhi and PG, you can get away with not having as much playmaking because, you know, they're them. Talu looking for that that balance in the first and second units. He doesn't want to have a a fall off, a drop off when he goes to when he goes to his bench. And the other thing though, G Baby, as far as the um the shot attempt stuff, you gotta think like John Wall's shots are more to the rack or like mid-range pull-ups, you know, things like that. Whereas Reggie's Reggie are getting to the zone where he's shooting step back threes and whatnot. No, I, I get you. They do take two different types of shots. Like I, I'll give you that for sure. It's just like I feel like I don't think they're taking away as much as yeah. like Ron was trying to allude to. I I, I, yeah, I, I like I like John Wall in the second unit though. I like John Wall coming in the game with you know uh, those other cats, Covington, Kennard, Norman Powell, Man, whoever's I forgot in the about second Covington. unit. Yeah, um, you know, uh, big, wow. big, uh, big, hey. big Mo- uh, Moses down there. Um, you know, they're whole, they're whole, they're whole, they're just deep. They're so deep that I, I like. I like John Wall because John Wall turns their second unit into a starting unit, really. When, yeah, you, when you got real. John Wall, when you got that John Wall in that second it unit, it's like I got two starting lineups. And when you got Reggie in the second second unit, not no knock to Reggie, but it, you just miss that John Wall effect. So I'm I'm in favor of having John Wall continue to come off the bench, but some against some teams, you know, you might need to ramp his minutes up a little bit. Yo, the Clippers are really eleven deep. If we really yeah. want to like, yeah, really, really they could too. they could run Easy ten deep deep in the playoffs, like if they really wanted to, like Easy. Crazy. like they're they're dude who's like probably the 11th man on their team is Terrence Mann, 10th or 11th man. You remember what Terrence Mann did to uh, the, the Jazz a couple years ago, what he went, mm-hmm. went off for like 37? Mm-hmm. Was that two years ago or last year? That was I two years was... ago. That was, yeah, that was two years ago, right? Either la- yeah, yeah, when Kawhi got hurt, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, so that game right there showed a lot of the Ty, Ty Lue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm just saying, though, like – uh, maybe you don't. You maybe you do. Maybe you don't tinker with John Wall. But either way it goes, you still got two two good point guards, and then you still got uh just a, a bunch of tiers of other players who are you know good within their own capacity. But on top of that, too, as a unit, the Clippers, all these guys that we're talking about, they all play defense. So it's like, bro, they're not not only are they a good offensive team, but you know they're they're a pretty hard nosed defensive team as well. Mm-hmm. Yo, uh, man, Players' Choice would be nothing without the community, bro. Uh, you guys make this this all happen. And I just wanted to shout out all the all-star members on the Players' Choice YouTube channel. Nick T is back, re-upped his all-star membership. MC Robinson, Victor Moreno, 40KOW, Stephen Castor, Alejandro Rodriguez, KW, Capital Cav, James Goss, 123, Jeffrey Williams, the second, Sosa, Belton, SSJ, Gaby, Jolty, Loaded, King J, Brian Fawcett, The Brocktopus, iOS Inc., Gideon, Zeke Noel, Dorian Clayton, Rio Maxos, Straightway, Georgia, Elder Rufus, and Odd Malik. Shout out to y'all, man. Thank y'all. And thank you to everyone who is a Player's Choice member from the Casuals to the All-Stars. Um, y'all, y'all are dope, man. Everyone who's been sending Super Chats today uh, and just send Super Chats throughout the you know every show, man. Uh, y'all, we love y'all. Um, also, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, we rebranded Players' Choice. We got the new layout. We got the new logo. How do you all feel about this rebrand with everything? How do we look? 
I'm thinking check out the we, logo. Check out the logo. Here we're it go. Nice. We're looking nice. Ooh. Ooh wee. Uh, Christopher ah. V sent a super chat. Said, is it fair to label James Harden the Tono, Tony Romo of the NBA? Great regular season player, but suspect in the playoffs. I think that's disrespect for the Tony Romo. And if you go to Dallas and say that, you might get beat up. Uh, those, 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 mean, those people in Dallas might hurt you if you ever compare James Harden to Tony Romo. That's I mean, if you, yeah, they will hurt you if you come to Dallas to say that. But Tony Romo, it's just, I feel like, and I feel like it's bad because in hindsight, we realize it wasn't Tony Romo's fault they was losing. It was coaching. We know Tony Romo got it up here. So in hindsight, that's kind of hard to say. I wouldn't say James Harden is the Tony Romo. You know, maybe. Uh, I don't even know who you could say that with because, yeah, that Tony Romo wouldn't be the guy I used because Tony, it wasn't Tony Romo's fault. He's like, he's like Sean Alexander. Got busy for two seasons. Okay, that's OD. Don't slander that's, my that's man, Sean OD. Alexander. Bro. Sean Alexander. Yeah, probably, my bad, my bad. I'm not, my bad, y'all. JD, Ron, I'm that, sorry. That was a crazy stretch. <laughs> yeah, Sean Alexander is very nasty. Jeez. All I know is I can't think of nobody else other than Romo, so I would have to say that that's James Harden's football comp, Tony Romo. Tough. Yo, uh, I want to like James Harden. I really want to. I don't think you do, Ron. I, no, I really <laughs> want to so bad. I want to give James I used Harden to love. a lot. But it's just like, bro, you can't come up here year after year after year and sell us wolf tickets. You can't you can't have the one of the greatest regular seasons of all time and come to the playoffs and just be like, ah, I'll save it for next regular season. Forget he it. He might be more Aaron Rodgers just without the ring. I that might that. be better. Oh, I he might be more that. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a goat, ring. though. No, yeah, man. but not in the playoffs. No, <laughs> not, not in the playoffs. Aaron, Aaron getting in playoffs and whoo. CP3 is Aaron Rodgers without the ring. CP3 is Aaron Rodgers they, without I the mean, ring. I mean, Loki, they both are. Loki, they both are. That's probably it's better than Tony Robo. I'll give you that. Yeah, I like, I like that. Uh, if you watched our show on Sunday, our last show, episode 184, we put a lucre wager of the week uh, or established a lucre wager of the week. So the Suns Utah Jazz rematch this Saturday. We're taking all the Lori Markinen wagers if you guys want to send our way um but if you guys want to find a friend or someone to to put that match up against marketing versus booker um you take whoever you want but we're rocking with lori we like lori in this game he went off last i mean they both went off last time booker got the best of lori but the the jazz put the suns away so we're thinking that lori's gonna get the best of booker this game i got twenty dollars on lori marketing outscoring devin booker this game whoa yeah, from coming from you, coming from me. Oh, they're gonna lose. The 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 Phoenix Suns are gonna win this game, but I think it's the other way around. I think the Jazz are gonna win this game, but Devin Booker is gonna outscore Lori Marketing. That's where I'm going with it. But I out. Mm. So yeah, make sure man. if you if you have not already, make sure that you sign up for Luker. Use code Players Choice. Uh, the link is pinned at the top of the chat. If you're here live, it is in the description. Or if you were watching after the fact or listening, 
Um, hey, also, also tonight, I have uh, already accepted <laughs> about four different bets from four different people. My bet of the day is I'm taking Jason Tatum to score more than Luka Doncic. So if you believe that Luka will outscore Jason Tatum in their head-to-head matchup today, then send me that bet. JD's I'm taking gonna, that, Ron. JD's going JD's to owe me some money today. And the rest of you guys, if, if you are silly enough to fall into that Luka Doncic trap tonight, then you can go ahead and cough up some bread to me too. Please. Please. That is Yo, free. See. That's free, chat. Uh, what were you gonna say, Bob? James Harden is Mark Sanchez. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that is disrespectful. It's a fact. It's a Whoever fact. who did you read that or that's just what you came up with? Because that's I just read, I read, that, I read that in the chat. I just was in there. Hey, Bob, you've been talking about recently how we don't give role players enough love. Um, but speaking of role players, and this is coming straight out of your your home, KD, big praise for Kevin Herter. He was comparing him to this season. He was comparing him to Stephen Clay in terms of what he's been doing behind the arc. Shooting 50%, and I want to say it's on like seven attempts. Mm-hmm. Shooting that thing. Mm-hmm. He's a big shot maker. Like I've been saying, Kevin Herter's a big shot maker. Nobody knew it. Like, when we got Kevin Herter, that was so sneaky. I was juiced about it, especially when we got Malik right after that. I was like, finally, our shooting guard situation is was set. Kevin Herter's always been a big shot maker. He was over there in Trey, in Trey Young's shadow. Trey Young out there shooting 53s a game. But, I mean, hey. I KD, that- KD, KD caught it firsthand, so he knows. I knew that Kevin Herter could shoot the ball and shoot the ball well, but he's a career average 39% from three. So shooting 50% is crazy. Yeah. So it's just, well, I mean, he's not, he's not opportunity. Gonna, yeah. He's, he's not going to finish the season, obviously shooting 50. It's, it'll no, go but down. you'll finish above 45. I, I got him. And you know, but this is the thing. So when we got a shooter like Kevin Herter that can shoot, as well, or close comparably to Stephen Clay, and then you bring Mike Brown in off that off that Warriors bench. He's starting to bring some of that motion, that mo- those motion offenses. You can see some of the plays where Kevin Herter's coming to get open, and those are you know that's a lot of stuff that the Warriors were running. So finally, I think it's just finally a mess. Like I talk a lot about, um, I talk a lot about buying in, teams buying in the coaches, and coaches buying in the teams as well. If we're not all on the same page, there's no success going to happen. I don't care who's mm-hmm. on your roster. So mm-hmm. once once we bought into what Mike Brown is doing, and you know, I, I think he I think he's he brings a lot of confidence out of our guys like uh, Trey Lyles, even Keegan Murray. When Keegan Murray is aggressive, bro, he looks like one of the best rookies in the league. But back back to Kevin Herter and all that. Um, I'm just happy to finally see him have a shot. Out of out of Trey Young's shadow, as little as Trey Young's shadow might be, he was in it, you know. So it's uh, <laughs> it's like it's like finally, finally he gets to come out and he gets to shoot. Uh, Darren, everybody's looking for him. Like you can see, everybody looks for Kevin Herter when he's when he's moving without the ball, and that's a big part of basketball. <clears throat> like he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to do this with with cats like like Luca, um, James Harden that spend all day dribbling the ball. You got to move that. You got to move the rock. You got to move Yo, the rock. Yo, Bob, man. you're Once talking you straight out of your ass because Luka Doncic has found his teammates at the three-point line. Like last year, he was like the number one guy to find his 
players yes, on the yes, yes, the but see, but see, but so see, he would have like, gotten like, off. Dub, like Dub says, make context matter again. When you dribble oh. into the lane and all of a sudden there's five people around you and you have to pass the ball to somebody, when everybody's circling you, somebody has to be open. So it's like that's the best. Yeah, that's the best him. place to get the ball from if you're shooting. Well, I didn't, I didn't mean to disrespect your guy. I'm sorry for saying that. But um, let me let me instead of disrespecting your guy, let me go back and praise Kevin Harder some more. Okay. He moves he moves without the ball. He's bought into Mike Brown, um, uh, um, instilling some of that Warriors motion offense in Sacramento. I'm just happy to see it. But you know we're gonna and, stay and, humble and we're gonna and, continue to light the beam. As a shooter, <laughs> fire. And as a shooter too, that's that instills so much confidence in you that your guys are looking for you, actively looking for mm -hmm. you, coming off screens, and so you don't feel like you're running around for no reason um because yeah. i've been in those situations where i felt like i was just moving without uh, like a purpose like why am i even doing right. this if i'm not going to touch the rock um so as a shooter it's like when they're looking for you you want to hit those too and there's and there's going to be games too like so for instance with with kevin malik and harrison barnes when they get there's going to be some games where we just fill it up, where we shoot more than we usually would shoot. And those are the games where you're going to see, like, yeah, this shit is dangerous. Because when when when, when Harrison Barnes, if, if you're not on his – if you're not standing on his toes and you close out too late, he's going to put it in you. Kevin Herter's you – can, you can have your hand on Kevin Herter's face and he's going to – you're going to feel it. So we got – we have some knockdown shooters up there. Uh, up there. Yeah, y'all got, got a good amount of people shooting over 35 from three. So hmm. I like – I like when and that's 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 another thing too. So, um, and another reason why he can instill some of that what he got from um, Steve Kerr and the Warriors, and just him picking up because I mean Mike Brown's been around the league for a long time, but just mm -hmm. picking up things from other programs and maybe just stuff that he's instilling on his own, like to have Demontis there, where um, when he had Draymond, Draymond is making those good passes. Demontis is also a good passer. Y'all got to remember who his pops is. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just in his blood, that moving the ball. So when when he has the ball at that high post and maybe he's getting cutters or Kevin coming off that, that curl right there, he's going to look for that. So we, we have people that are not not only have the ability to pass the ball, but they want to. They have the willingness to pass the ball. And so that's always a good thing. It's like um, like I was saying, I'm, I'm kind of comparing that Draymond's willingness to pass the ball to DeMontis's willingness to pass the ball. And I think Kevin Herter is – is is you know he's receiving that well and you know I mean he's a knockdown shooter he's always been a knockdown shooter this this isn't new this isn't new mm -hmm. yo but this is one thing because this and Bobby will attest to this and even you guys have heard me say this a lot I said this a lot when I get to talking about teams I said it about the Utah Jazz and I said it about other team other teams when you have players that have been been around the league and have been on teams that have been good or may been to the playoffs and made playoff runs that bodes well for your team. And so when you look at the Sacramento Kings right now, you guys don't have too many of them, but keep in mind, Kevin Herter played in Atlanta the last three years that they went to the playoffs. He was there on that team that went to the Eastern conference finals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't Trey young. He wasn't the star player. He wasn't John Collins. He wasn't the second best player, but he was a starter on that team. He was there. He, he went through the fire that year. Then when you when you turn back around and you get a guy like um, Harrison Barnes, now a lot of people forget Harrison Barnes was there in the beginning of this whole Warriors dynasty thing. He was there initially for the first couple of years before that before Kevin Durant came. He grew up mm -hmm. with them guys, with with Clay and uh, and Steph and Draymond. So don't forget, you know, don't forget he, he was at North Carolina that year too. 
what when they won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you 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 got two guys like that that have been around the league, and I'm sure I'm sure you guys got some more vets too that I can't that I'm not not putting together. But when you got you got two dudes like that in your starting lineup, that's gonna help a lot. Yeah, and then I think with Mike Brown, I think just him because like Bobby said earlier, how he's been around the league for a long time, like. Mike Brown, when they signed him as the coach, I was a little skeptical only just because I really thought when they got Luke Walton, I really thought I was like, okay, this is going to be where the Kings, they might not compete for a chip, but we're going to see like, all right, we're going to see the progression. And it just never came. I've been saying for a long time, the Kings, I I just thought it was going to be better than what it had been. Like the Kings had been like bottom of the barrel. Like, and I just thought the Kings might, like at least be like eight, nine, ten seed. Like I, I thought there was no way the Kings shouldn't have made the play in last year. Or like if there was play in years before, I was like, well, there's no way the clean the Kings shouldn't be a nine, ten seed. When they the were Kings- never even in that, they they were hardly in that range. Or even if they got there, it was like, um, it was whatever. I just thought they would be better. They had De'Aaron Fox, they had Tyrese, they had Buddy Harrison Barnes was still there. I love Rashawn Holmes. I mean, he's. Other people might see him as whatever, but I love him as a player. At the time, we thought Marvin Bagley was going to be something. Like, I just always felt like they were, like, I didn't know what it was, but I just felt they were. I'm so sorry. Hey, yo, the next race good. You're good. That ain't your fault. Yeah. When they when they got hey, Luke Walton as a coach, I thought, so they were, I thought they were phoning it in, bro. It's like, <laughs> that was disgusting. I just thought they'd be a little better than what they Giving had up. Been. But they'll, uh, I'm just glad that they're finally kind of hitting the potential stride that they should have. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 still early, though. It's still early. We got to stay humble and just keep playing ball. And that's a big thing I like about the Kings. Um, like earlier, <clears throat> you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and say it, J.D. So when we first started out, y'all was asking, like, about the Kings and whatnot. And I'm like, all right, I believe we can get – remember, remember we, we are specifically saying – that we could be in the playoffs six seven. I said I said six seven eight seed, and I named all the teams that were better than. And then y'all, you and Dale lost. They're like, oh well, yo, you said six. I was like, okay, but I'm I'm thinking we're in that range. Then I see the grit that we play with. We beat we beat the Cavaliers, and then the next game, we kind of went to sleep. I, I thought I thought maybe we maybe we got a little sniff of success, and we were just happy with it, you know. But then De'Aaron Fox came in the second half, and he turned this whole team up. Like, yo, we're not happy with that. Let's get better. Then we beat the Nets. Then the next game, I think it was either the Spurs or the Pistons. We kind of came into a little lull, but we pulled it out. We showed uh, Malik Monk came out. He showed, like, no, we're not satisfied. When I see that type of heart that we have, especially when you look at guys off the bench like Davion, Malik, Terrence Davis, uh, even even uh, even Rashawn, even though he's not playing right now, I think I think that might be a trade piece that we use coming up. But Harrison Barnes, we got we just got that grit. I'm gonna tell you like this, bro. We have a really good shot to win the West. Oh my god. We have a really good chance to win the West. You got to look at you got to look at the, at the, at the, at the at our he's scoring. He's really not lying though. He's really the, not. Our, Ooh, score, our scoring ability, no. our scoring ability, bro. We score. No, what? look. You look how we score so efficiently, so fast, so effectively. Darren, nobody in nobody in the world can stay in front of Darren Fox. I mean, we we have a top ten big. Demontis Sabonis is still underrated. He's still underrated. Bob, I will agree with you in that. I uh I don't know where where they'll finish, but I will say I could see it actually p- 
potentially happening now. I was acting like it was absurd. It doesn't look as crazy as I thought. Will coming, they finish Coming out the West? But coming out the West is crazy. Like, I was with you. I was with you. In the season. Hold I was regular with season you. or playoffs? Well, I'm talking about <laughs> playoffs, regular season. Oh, whatever, man. Whatever all right, bro. Come look, look, look. There's only three teams There's only three teams in the NBA we don't want to play. There's only teams. Look, the only teams, only teams in the NBA we don't want to play is the Clippers, the Bucks, and the and the Celtics. Now we we don't do we don't want to play Steph Curry. Do we we want to play the Warriors, but we don't want to play Steph. Other than that, bro. Y'all don't want to. Other play. other that's than that, that's where the love stops. That's where the love stops. Y'all don't. want to see what? Kind of like what about the Nuggets? Come on, y'all don't want to play the Nuggets. Y'all don't. That's that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Look, I believe they can make the playoffs too. I was with you. When in the West, they'll be a first round exit. Well, I, I mean, look, honestly, honestly, like I said before, I can see, we I see us really getting into that into that second round for sure. But it's just it's just got it's got to be it's got to line up correctly. It's just it's just like every year, we need certain teams to beat certain teams. It's just it's just how basketball works. We I don't have think to play make it in order the first round, no matter who you. But play. check it out in order in order in order in order to play. In order to make it out, you don't have to play every team. So there's a chance we can we could do we don't we might not have to see the Warriors. We might not have to see the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if we if we play if let's let's say let's say let's say we get the five seed and the Mavs get the four seed. Okay, bam, we're in the second round. Easy. Oh my god, there's only one team. Then let's then let's then let's say then let's say let's say y'all can beat in the first round as like a four five. (laughs) That is the Utah Jazz. That is the only one. You no. guys are not being all, all we got, all we got, all we need is all, all we need is that. So, hey, some teams got to be other yo, teams Clem, for us. In this Clem, tell you're him not being the Blazers either. Time, you're not being the Nuggets. You're not being off. Clem, tell him. Off that yowda, huh? Now, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, this. I think we got the talent. We got the ability. Yo, so the playoffs obviously don't start today. But as currently constructed, you guys are the three seed. Kudos, congratulations. You guys haven't sniffed a three seed since, well, Chris NBA players man. were sniffing other things. But <laughs> check this out. If, if the playoffs... Everything that happened in the past doesn't matter today. None of yeah, that matters you, today. You guys Look. would play a playing team, right? So I'm going to give you the four playing teams in one team that will most if we're the three, If we're the three six. team, we play the, we play the six. They play the, the six, three and, they play the six. Portland, and they would lose to Portland. Come okay. on, Jimmy. Portland don't want it with us. Well... That's that's a good Portland, series. Portland, Portland don't want it with us. Bro. It'll go six. That, we, they'll we, lose. We we, we, we be Portland in six for sure. We be Portland no, in six. Don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> that's a good series. Only I one. Like I, I said, said one. only one. I don't know. I don't know what you're laughing at. I don't, I, don't, I don't see how it's funny, oh. but we <laughs> we be the only one I can give y'all is Utah. Like if you and Utah met, I think that would be a seven game series, and it would be great. Lori Mark, Utah, we be in Utah in five, bro. That's come on, bro. Stop with this. You guys are not that much better than Utah. I'm not gonna hold it. You guys are not CG, baby, you going? You just going off of records. I'm starting to wonder if you've been watching basketball. No, I'm shit. looking at team construct. Y'all are Yo, not I think, that I think, much I think, I think, I think your your school load might be might be too heavy. You not watching basketball? How many units? Nah, you take? nah, 21? nah, 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 nah. I'm telling y'all, you look at you look at top to bottom roster construct the way everything, all that. They're you, them and Utah are in the same tier. And you guys are overperform overperforming right now. If we're keeping it above. How how are we overperforming? Ain't nobody expected y'all to be ten and six, third seed. No, in the West. no, no. That, that's, 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 what, that's, what, 
That's why I said earlier. And everybody's like a game of that. And everybody's like a game apart. Okay, you say, you're saying we're overperforming to the masses. What happens in-house doesn't matter what the masses think. Y'all y'all think that we're overperforming. We know what our abilities are. So okay, it's, so what it's about not really overperforming. overperforming? It's like, who, the, the Jazz? Jazz overperforming? I I think the Jazz actually constructed have a decent team. I just think I just thought I expected them to be tanking already. I didn't know they were gonna wait until January to start tanking. Little did you know they're better than y'all. Nah. Hey, but lie. hold on, no, hold That's on, no. I mean, because I I, I do want to know. I and I want to ask everybody what how how far can the Kings peak? Second, second, I think I think, I think, yeah. sec, I think second round is a shooing. I think I think the second round is a shooing. If it's but we have we have we have the we have the ability if 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 the you know if the seating is constructed properly we have the ability to make a run for the west but yeah, if I the think seating is constructed hey, properly y'all can beat the jazz right i don't want i don't want to hear about everything that happened since 2004 it's not the same situation I, no, I get that i get that even though that is kind of what i'm alluding to but i'm not getting at that I was talking about regular season. Oh, regular season. Y'all still got to make the playoffs. All right. So does everybody else. So does everybody else. Everybody else has to make the playoffs too. So we got, we got just as much a chance as anybody else It's people that have, that, that haven't, that, that can drink right now that still haven't seen them in the playoffs. That don't got nothing to do with today, Ron. It's easy to say that for laughs and people are going to laugh and be like, oh, he's right. They haven't won. But that's, it's not, it doesn't matter. Like. This what is, what is it? I think they can be it's as a high very as good a lap. five seed and as low as missing the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's 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 the easy thing. Like when you when you don't have any fact any facts to base why we can't do it, it's easy to make the to make the people laugh and get on your no, side. No, I'm saying you guys are gonna not, make the you know, playoffs. I'm how, saying that's not no, how it works in reality. Re relax, bro. Like you you get like <laughs> I, I understand this is your baby, this is your heart. You live and die kings, you bleed purple. Okay, I get that. No doubt, I'm not no saying doubt. you guys aren't gonna make it. He's got a playoffs. beam in his living room, Ron. I'm I'm, I'm asking Big how beam. what <laughs> what Hey, I like seven grand beams. <laughs> hey, I'm like, what, what What do you guys think that you guys can max out in during the regular season? Can you guys be a two seed, one seed? Are you a playing team? What 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 do we all see the Kings um, finishing? I think, I think with uh, the Clippers, I don't know if they're really going to play for a one seed or not. If they're going to kind of go like the old school Spurs and just make sure they get in the playoffs. So, really, I could see Phoenix – Phoenix and uh, Denver, Phoenix, Denver. So I'm I'm really thinking anywhere three, four, five, maybe six, three to six, anywhere three to six. So it went from initially six to nine, <laughs> right? So now it's three to six. Because look, if I if I would if I would have said if I would have said this when I felt it before before the season started when I was talking about it, I would have got blacklisted off the show again. Like when like y'all kicked me off when I said what I said about <laughs> yeah, Scotty yeah, Pippen. Yeah, we did not. Y'all would have kicked me off the show again, and I just couldn't <laughs> have that. So I tried to I tried to stay humble. Now they're showing it, so I'm gonna keep inching further and further. But two weeks from now, I'm gonna be like, we're we're the, we're the favorite to win the championship. You I just, just say you. I just the beginning of the show. You said you. I just can't say it. I gotta stay humble. Look, look, look. Where the three seed? 500 for the first we're the time three ever. seed right now. We're the three seed right now. So by me saying that we can finish a three seed, I'm staying humble. That's humble. There is one, two, three, four, five teams that are behind y'all by a game. There, Bob, we got, we got, we got 65 more to play. I'll give them playing. I'll give them playing. I wasn't even willing to give them playing 
at the beginning of the year when see Daddy, that's the stuff. problem with Shaw. No, that's the problem with Shaw. Y'all think y'all think that Shaw got the ability to give us something. We taking everything that we came for. Y'all can't give us nothing. Big ox shit. We coming for <laughs> everything that we deserve. Okay. I'm tired of y'all acting like we're asking y'all for something. Like, please, please. Like, but that shit Kevin Durant said. That shit Kevin Durant said. We don't need Kevin Durant's approval. He came to Sacramento and got his, his skinny ass smoked. Don't come back to Sac, KD. We busting your ass. We busting your ass every time you come through Sacramento. That go for everybody that comes through Sacramento. You can't, it's, it's not like it was in 2014. You can't come here with that shit no more. I mean, we're not doing not, none of that. I mean, I mean, we not we're not asking nobody's that. approval. We taking everything we came for. Love it. Uh, beam team, y'all heard it. Beam team. <laughs> beam team. Like like the beam. Hey, but hold on, no, JD. But before you go forward, uh, speaking of the Kings, uh, it's it's actually crazy because two players got Player of the Week this week. This week, Darren Fox. Swiper, and no swiping. Other than somebody who actually played for the Kings last year, and now he's out east. Tyrese Tyson. Halliburton. They both they they both mm. got player of the week. Now, Bobby, I just want to ask you one, yes, one Bob. more question. Yes, one Bob. More question. I know what you're gonna say, but I still want to ask it. Put him up. Do you think you will have any regrets trading Tyrese Halliburton for some? No, Ty no, Tyrese Halliburton did us the biggest service anybody's done for us in, in over a decade. Thank you, Tyrese, and we love you for that. We love you. We Tyrese, we love you for being so dope that we could trade you for DeMontis Sabonis. Thank you, brother. Hey, but that's also part of the reason why you guys are where you are. It wasn't necessarily like you guys got a big change in management. It wasn't necessarily like uh, you guys started getting free agents. It wasn't necessarily like everybody in Sacramento woke up like, oh, we're tired of losing and we're going to change our habits. No, what happened was you guys really started hitting on these draft picks, and it started with De'Aaron Fox. Y'all got De'Aaron. Y'all hit on that. Then y'all came back. Y'all got um, Halliburton. Y'all hit on that. But then the next year, y'all got Davion Mitchell. Davion, mm -hmm. Davion allowed Davion. you guys to be able to trade trade Halliburton because you know that you guys had another secondary uh, point guard or somebody that can play alongside De'Aaron. But furthermore, though, even with this year, too, drafting Keegan Murray was major because he's mm -hmm. starting for you guys now. But well, I'm going to keep it a buck. Coming out of Iowa, I'm looking at Keegan like, yo, you not finna be shit in the league. You, you remember, I, wanted, I wanted Jaden. I wanted Jaden eventually. Initially. Yeah, I remember you were saying that. And when you guys didn't draft Jaden, you was you was walking around moping, depressed, <laughs> kicking cans. You, hey, you, you wasn't picking up my calls, wasn't you know? So, your so girl calling pissed. me like, man, what's what's wrong? What's wrong with him? What's, oh, what's, yeah, is he okay? Because... <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we almost had to check you into an institution, but that's that, that's not appropriate for the show right now. But <laughs> Keegan has turned out to be better mm -hmm. than advertising, better than expected. Mm -hmm. He really, he really sniping the three, and he's he's just playing good. So I'm and like, this, even this... with no, go ahead, even, go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying, even with that, y'all have been striking with your draft picks, and so that's kind of why why everything is kind of coming to fruition for you guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean so I... bing bong. I mean, Sturdy did just kind of say it. They have only been one team over 500. Okay, look. If that teams... trend continues, wait, if that trend continues, we're probably going to be looking at them in a lesser extent how we looked at the Bulls last year. The Bulls can right, but... beat, like, the top four teams in either conference or whatever. And, like, it, it's different because Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, they'll get you regular season wins. All right, so let me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Is, yeah, it, is it my fault? Is it my fault? Is it the Kings' fault that the Heat – 
the Lakers and the Warriors decided to be ass this year? I mean, no, it's not uh, and, or, or, Wait, wait, wait. Are the, are, the, are, the, are, the Warriors, are the Warriors in the Heat making the playoffs this year? Let me ask you that. The Heat, I, I'm, I believe it's bolstered. Warriors, they're going to make the playoffs. They'll be fine. Okay, so so he keep talking. He, 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 he said that stat seven times already. But it's it's like, okay, all these teams that were beaten, not all of them, but a lot of the teams that were beaten, everybody's still projecting them to finish top six, top five in their in their respective conferences. And I'm not sure that you got to play. Man? No, but I'm just saying. On top of that, on top of that, on top of that, we beat those teams, uh, the Warriors in the Heat, we beat those teams once, but we really beat both of those teams twice if it wasn't for if it wasn't for us being disrespected because we're the Sacramento Kings. The everybody, like the NBA went back, watched all of those last two minutes, and it's it's clear as day that we won that Miami game and we're on the verge of winning that that that, that other Warriors game. So yeah, oh. he keeps he keeps coming with those bullshit stats, but all these teams that were beaten, people are projecting them to be top five teams in their respective I'm, conferences. So. I mean, I'm just... Make saying, context matter again. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I was just bringing that up to highlight the fact that, like, look, if this trend continues, because it's early in the season, you're right, it's only been 17 games played. Some people got 16. I'm just saying, if this continues during the regular season, like game 50, game 55, if we see that teams above 500, they either struggling with or they can't seem to beat them, then we're going to look at the Kings in a little. It's, it's the same thing that happened with Chicago last year. Chicago was a top three team in the East at one point, but they couldn't beat some of the better teams in the league. They had like a one in like I don't. I, they might have had like one win or two wins by the time the season ended. Granted, they had injuries, so it's different. But nevertheless, once we saw that, everybody's the stock on Chicago started kind of going down. I'm just saying with Sacramento. It's a little different because even though Demont Demonte Sabonis love him, De'Aaron Fox is a great player. If they if that trend continues, you know, middle of the season to All Star past All Star break, the stock is going to go down. It's not it's not going to be believable. You can't the, if the, the stock. If the stock, I'm gonna tell you like this: if the stock goes down on us before the All Star break, y'all buy the dip. <laughs> All right, let's get off the Kings. By the dip. Let's get off the Kings. Uh, that one essential barber sent to Super Chat. Is there a situation where AD gets moved to Chicago? If so, who mm. would it be? Oh, yeah, I like that. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it who would probably be Zach, but I don't what they would probably trade Zach and Vucevic, but I don't think either team does that because, well, I don't think Chicago does that because DeMar and AD don't put them over the top. Absolutely. So I don't. I don't see why they would do that. And then, I mean, the Lakers, what do the Lakers look like with LeBron, Russ, Zach, and Vucevic? What I mean, Vucevic will start shooting a lot more threes, driving kicks and stuff. And but does that bode well means, for I mean, it means nothing. I mean, they get is – Vuce, is, would Vooch be their best shooter if he went to the team? Yeah. No, because Zach could still come too. So it will be Zach. Oh, oh, okay. If Zach comes, then yeah, but – I. I don't think it does anything. So a AD for Zach and Vooch, who wins that trade? Neither. It's a tie because they're both in the same spot and they don't go anywhere. Dookie. I think I think the Lakers get Zach and Vooch. Oh, they lose AD. Damn. I don't know. I can't it's call tough. it either. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this SGA clip, but he's given off players choice vibes. I want to watch it um, and then we'll talk about it. Kobe is Michael Jordan. This on a steroid. You're talking about, you're talking about skills. All right, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? I'm talking about that player. Kobe has five rings. What's your argument? All around. And I'm saying all around. Kobe Bryant. Bro, it's LeBron. Okay, okay. No, no, no. We're talking about skill. KD's four.
lady is seven feet, I can do everything except her can do. It's like you can't. Competitive nature, the championship. a lot of stuff that goes into it. Remember I told you that. I think you are in this very pleasant documentary. If LeBron dropped the documentary, Today, hey, you still around the world. Brought still second. Kobe 1, Brought 2, Mike 3. They're all amazing. They're all the best ever. Like, it's just a love thing. Yo. Kobe These young won. punks don't be knowing what they're talking about. Kobe 1. <laughs> Braun 2, MJ 3. Also said that KD can do everything that Steph can. That was fire. That that that's the one. That, that was the realest like, thing he said the whole time. I, I agree with that part too. That's I the do. realest thing he said on that whole video. I don't know. I I don't want to get too much because I I also want to focus on the Kobe, uh, LeBron, MJ being three. But uh, anyways, uh, as far as. I don't like when people use competitive nature for an argument. That was easy. Oh, I, I hate that. Why? Hate but why not though? Passion. Why? Why is that? Because if that's the case, AI should be higher on everybody's list. We talk about competitive nature, and everybody don't like. A lot of people don't even have a top five shooting guards. But we talk about competitive nature. I don't want to hear that when we talk about who's better and who. Do, I don't want to hear that. If if I'm if 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 you got more fire and spirit. And I'm more calm, cool, collected, but I'm 1,000% better than you. Your competitive nature should not put you in a conversation. Being, be, but be, being calm, cool, and collected doesn't mean you're not a competitor. That's that's my no, thing. But, I think, okay, I think, I think a lot of people take, take that outward nature, stuff. When they talk about competitive nature, what do they talk about? Oh, Kobe will eat your heart out. MJ will. will hey, hey, he take everything personal. Like, I don't Yeah, but but even, even so, like, a lot of these guys aren't. Big rah rah guys. They're just they're just dogs. You can see it on them. Like a lot of cats, you could tell. Like no, um, Mikael Bridges last year. This year he's a little bit more flashy with it. But last year you could see Mikael Bridges wasn't backing down anybody. He was just here to play, and that's what I mean by being a competitor. He's not he's not shying away from guarding LeBron. He's not scared of anybody. Mm-hmm. He's going to eat. I'm I don't think being competitive means that you're. Um, just rah rah, like I score, like you know, flexing on your your opponents. And or you could be right with that, but I don't think using competitive nature. How, like, how do you judge? Like what you what you just said? Like some people aren't. How do you judge competitive nature? Me, myself. Like, how was that? A, how was that a way to judge who's better than the other? Like how? I, that's not something I don't think you can judge. I can watch you play basketball, and I can I can determine with my eyes sometimes stats who does what better, but. Competitive nature at the end of the day, it's basically a who's got more heart, and how do you judge that? You can't. I don't think I don't I don't think you can, I don't think you can uh, actually scale it personally. I think that's more of a competitive nature is more like a like a situation like this where we're talking and we can really like talk about it like oh um, I don't know maybe I'll just any names I, I can't think of anybody in particular, but like um, De'Aaron versus Ja type situation. It's like oh well Ja. Job when he when he dunks, you know, or does this, he's you know all up excited. But when you watch De'Aaron play in the fourth quarter, you see like now nah, he's here to carry his team. It's not like oh you can't say he's I don't know you you can't really rank it like on one to ten, but you can kind of see it though, and it's something that you could talk about like. It has to be in a conversation like how we're having right now where we can say, oh, well, he's more competitive than him based on this playoff game, you know. 
we can't really we can't really like put it. I don't think we can really put a number on it. But and that's why like, I don't like it when we use it to determine who's right. better than the other. Like, like for instance, remember, like when LeBron, when LeBron, when he was in Miami, when he would drove to the rim and he kicked that short corner shot to Udonis Haslam, I thought that was a good pass personally because you know Udonis at that point was knocking that shot down more than anybody. But a lot of people said, "Oh, LeBron was scared to take the shot. He was scared. He, he, he was nervous." And then I was, I was talking. I think I don't know who I was talking to, but that kind of broke it down. Well. When you're the best player, you have to be like more like Michael Jordan to where in that situation, he's not thinking about passing it to anybody. He's like, I'm going to go get this bucket. So that's when that's where they broke down. That's the difference in competitive I mean, Michael nature. passed it too, but that's not here nor there. I get your point. It's, I mean, it's, it's not neither here nor there. If, if, you, if you've seen times where Mike is going to make that pass, then okay, then that's, that's, a, that's, you know, that's a rebuttal to his, him in that argument against LeBron. Like the competitive mm-hmm. nature, like, well, no, they're, they're making good basketball plays, I think. But I don't know. I, I think competitive nature can be can be brought into it. I want SGA on the show. That's all yeah. I'm good I don't know, bro. It's just hard to put for me to put dudes over Jordan. And so I think it's only one guy that has a case to be over Jordan. We're talking about a dude who led the league in scoring for seven straight years. Seven straight years, G baby. I, I, you might not like it, but who, who else, did any of these guys do that? We're talking about a dude who during that, that seven years got defensive player of the year a couple times too, was leading the league in steals as well. How, like, when, when was the last time we seen somebody do that? Lead the league in scoring and then turn around and lead the league in steals. So you're getting. You're, yeah, now we're talking about competitive nature. You're getting it on both sides of the floor now. I'm just, uh, it's just, <laughs> bro. I, I'm, I'm saying, like, bro, it's just Jordan did things that will never quite be done again. It, and it's just like, I, I don't know. I don't, I can't see myself putting anybody ahead of Jordan except for one guy. LeBron. And I hate James. the one guy. No, and I hate the one even, guy. And it's that not even LeBron. I hate the one guy. And I, I hate, hate the, the LeBron, one guy though. that you. I, I but hate I hate the LeBron though. I hate the LeBron though. Yeah, I know you guys and this, but this is the thing about SGA with doing that. You got you guys that go to the guy that you've seen from start to finish. So a lot of a lot of us seeing LeBron from 2003 to 2022. So we got to see LeBron go through grow. We got to see him win big series. We got to see him during his bad moments. And then we got to see him when he was victorious. We got to see him do dunk on people. All, just all the things we were, we got to be there and have that recency bias and watch it. But I'm like, when you go back and just look at some of the feats and the things that Jordan did, he did things that LeBron. Oh, I agree, Jordan. I agree, Jordan's the goat. I have, I've had him as the goat. Uh, that's, I don't think that's changing personally. I have it for different reasons. I just don't like the guy you would put above Michael Jordan. Yeah, and we don't need to talk about that because we've we gone in depth with that. Uh, I want to move on to what Shannon Sharp actually posted on Twitter last night. He tweeted out, Tobias Harris is the only NBA Max player <clears throat> that's received very little criticism. He hasn't come close to fulfilling that contract. Damn, Shannon. Is he? He's one of them. For sure one of them. I mean, I, 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 can agree with Shannon. I can agree with Shannon that he does not get held to the same standard as other guys who are on big contracts. I don't know what it is, why he gets this pass. 
It's because he was playing with Joel and Ben Simmons for that time, and every, everybody was just looking straight at Ben Simmons passing the ball in that play. And then, and then I'm, I'm one of the guys I'll take, I, I'll go ahead and say, I'm one of those guys that I was kind of more focused on Joel's short, you know, shortcomings than I was. But Tobias definitely has not held up his end of the, end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Is there, I mean, is there, go ahead. Baby. I just think, cause I think before he got to Philly, his best season was with Doc Rivers. Then he got to Philly. It was kind of like, uh, Doc Rivers came back and it was like Tobias went back to being the Tobias we saw with Doc Rivers. I don't know exactly when his contract came, but I can agree that for the money you was getting paid, you really haven't been what you were, I guess, supposed to, I guess. But at the same time, you playing behind Joel Embiid or next to Joel Embiid. You're not going to be like like this. Like not every – like you're not going to be – this ain't going to be no AD and DeMarcus type. Like that's not who you are. So you're not going – you're not going to be – like I guess that big, but I will admit that the money that he did get, you know, it he shouldn't have got that much. I didn't think he was worth it at the time, but there, but you know, a lot of Philly fans were like, "Oh, but he will be though," you know. And it's like I'm not really a big unless like I'm not a big component of giving guys like money based off potential, you know. At least like like I feel like it was just early. Like now, if he would have came back and. Was like, oh, okay, we see it. Then I right, cool, but you know, I mean, I mean, not to take it too much here, but like for even with the Nuggets, I think we gave MPJ and Jamal Murray their contracts a year too early, for sure. MPJ, like, MPJ gave, for sure. Yeah, MPJ was like, whoa, that's that's a lot of money too early when he's coming off the of back. Jamal Murray, yeah. I just thought it was a year too soon when that happened. So, so like going back to Tobias, I just think maybe it wasn't the right time. Not to say he could have never gotten the money, but I think once he got it, it was like, well. We know who you are. We know what you're going to be. You know, did like did hey, they, like like did they not pick Tobias over Jimmy Butler? They did. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I think Jimmy had shown me, and I think Jimmy had shown me a lot more than Tobias at that point. Like you could have replaced. Who, I, Jimmy, I, who's the, who's the biggest question? Jimmy during that whole year, that was Jimmy's. That was Jimmy's team that year. Absolutely, it wasn't Ben Simmons' team. It wasn't Joel's team. Yeah, it, it was Jimmy. Butler's. show wasn't Tobias. That was Kawhi's. That was Kawhi's team. Oh God! <laughs> Had Joel out there crying, sticking his lip out. That shit was hilarious. Hey, who's what's the what's the biggest heist y'all have seen out of the out of these NBA players? Gordon Hayward who's committed. To... <laughs> That's I mean, a he... great one. That's he a great one. I'm not going. No, no, he no. lost his I'm, foot. I'm, he don't even. I'm, he I'm, lost his yeah, foot. I'm leave, I'm I mean, I mean, fair, is. but because if, if he doesn't get hurt, I think he lives up to his bargain, and I think fair Boston enough, Boston might have really been a problem that year. Nah, not Kyrie. with that shit Kyrie did. Kyrie, Kyrie. Oh, well, no, nah, Kyrie wasn't there. Kyrie went too. No, Kyrie was there. They had Kyrie. It was Kyrie, uh, Tatum, uh, Gordon Hayward. They still had Jalen there as well. And Marcus um, Smart, I think. Was Al Horford there the first year? year he might not was, have been there the first year with, with Gordon Hayward. No, Al was he there. Been a, was Al he there was, the first Al, year? I was there. Yeah. I, I was there. Okay. Yeah, bro. That team was crazy. <laughs> I mean, Gordon Hayward got his foot amputated. So, yeah. SSJ Gaby, Tobias over me, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Butler. Oh, Duncan Robinson. Somebody just said it. Duncan Robinson for sure stealing money. Dub would probably Miami. agree with you for yeah, sure stealing that. money from Miami right now. Yeah, Duncan, the thing about it this year with with Tobias. 
Tobias really like this could be the year where he really earns his money. Now, do do I believe that the Philadelphia Sixers are gonna make you know a run like that? Not really. But this can really be the year where he can cash in and be worth every single penny if he can show up in the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah, I agree with you. And help them to at least for them for the Sixers, it's kind of like. I'm not going to say win a ring or nothing, but it's kind of get to the championship or nothing. No, nah, just keep Even trusting if, the process. That's got to keep trusting the process, bro. <laughs> Even if they go to the conference finals, it's kind of still not enough for them just because it's like you guys double down on James. Uh, Maxi is playing at an all-star level. Joel is is playing at an MVP level. Should have won MVP last year, if you ask me. This year, he's in the MVP conversation. They, they've been in the Eastern Conference finals a couple years. And then they went, you know, they went back that year where they lost to uh, Kawhi. Or was that the the semis? No, they've never they've never made an Eastern Conference Finals. They haven't. Nah, because so they, they, the 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 best year they should have they should have went. He lost to Trey Young and them. Oh, that's right. They lost to they lost to Kawhi in the semis, and then yeah, who they lose? I think I don't. I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't remember who else they lost to. But yeah, get them. They out they've never made a conference finals. For them, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, it's get to a championship or nothing like Easter. I'm gonna tell you what it's even enough, yeah. And y'all, y'all remember, even with James Harden, too. It's like James Harden, it's only one thing that can kind of redeem your reputation as being, you know, a bad playoff performer, and that's getting to the NBA championship. Now, I'm not even saying you got to win it, but you at least got to be able to make a playoff run and get to that championship. Well, if he plays bad there and he get there, season. then I think if he plays bad and he get there, it's not going to change nothing. Bob, what do you say? You say I, I, don't, I don't think they get there. If they get there, I don't think they get there with him playing bad. Bob, you going to say Michael Carter-Williams? No, no. Mikael Bridges. Mm. They're supposed to have Mikael oh, Bridges right him? now. Dummies. Oh, they drafted him, right? him. Remember they traded him for Zaire Smith on, on draft night? Yeah. Tough. Man, that was the worst move they made. Even worse than trading for James Harden. Tough. Uh, I want to play an over-under game. We're going on total wins for, for teams. I want to, I'm going to give you a number, and you're going to tell me if they're going to finish with more or less wins than that at the end of the regular season. Starting with, we're going to go Ron, Bobby, G-Baby. Starting with the Lakers, Ron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 45 and a half. Or 44 and a half, sorry. Over. Bob. Under. G baby. Uh, under. Boston Celtics, Ron, 54 and a half. Shit. Mm, I'm going to say over. Yeah, uh, somewhere real close to that. I would, I would rather go over than under. I'm going to say under by, like, two games. Just by, like, two games. Utah Jazz, 49 and a half. Oh. Utah, baby. They're still going to be under that, though. No, you said 49? Yeah, 49 and a half. Can they get 50 wins? Your Jazz aren't going to be a 50-win team. They will be right under that at 47-48. Under for sure, under. Yeah, calling them a like like fuck like under under. So Ron, if I said forty five and a half, you're going over. Yeah. JD say forty two and a half. (laughs) (laughs) How about thirty two and a half? Uh, Miami (laughs) Heat, Ron, forty seven and a half. Mm. Uh, 
Mm, this one's tough. This one's tough. This one's tough. I, I still believe in the Heat. Um, I think this might be one of those years where the Heat actually kind of underperform in the regular season, but play much better in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I think they probably will continue to play, have a slow, slow start until closer to the All-Star break. So um, I'll probably say under. You said 43? You said 47, 47 right? 47 and a half. 47. Oh, shit. I think the, I think the Heat are going to um, – I think they're going to finish strong. I think they're going to finish strong. So I would I would say pretty much at that or a little a little over. A little over. Maybe two or three games over that. I'm going under. OKC, Ron, 24 and a half. <laughs> That's t- that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> okay, so uh, four and a half. Uh, hold on, what's the record right now? Because okay, see, I can play pretty good. Huh? Seven and ten. So to say that they're gonna win the next seven, sixty games, games, they need at least fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over, and reason being is because SGA is just a uh, animal. Sorry, I said 24. They needed uh, what was it? 17. 17. Yeah, yeah, 17. So they need they need 18 to get that 25. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. Damn. Nah, that's crazy. I'm going over. I'm going. I'm going under based on I believe the tank is on. The tank is about to be put in full effect. SGA, SGA is going to be benched for some strange shoulder injury. You know? <laughs> hey, and now I'm starting to see people in the chat talking about Shea over Ja. I've been telling y'all this. I've been saying this, that Ja, I don't want to say that Ja's overrated because Ja's a great player. But I've been saying if you take a guy like Shea and put him on the Grizzlies, they are bare minimum the same exact team. But I believe that they become better with Shea over there. But I've been I don't saying, see him getting like, much better. Look, look, guys like Darius Garland and Shea, you can take a plethora of guys and place them in that situation, and, the, and the, those teams are the exact same. You can put Shea in either situation, and I think both teams get better. You can put um, – who else? You can put De'Aaron Fox in either of those teams, and both teams stay the same or get better. Though I'm, I'm saying with guys like that, it's not that you're overrated. It's just your team is good. But I believe that Shea is better than, than Ja. Detroit Pistons, Ron, 29 and a half. You could have said 19. I, <laughs> I was about to say. I have no faith in the Pistons at all. Hey, before the season, Low came up here capping for the Pistons. You know, I'm hosting the panel, so I can't really do too much. I almost booted that boy off that screen. You know what, Ron? You're right. That is way too high. We're going 19 and a half. <laughs> I'm still going under. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> they won, they've won three games. Oh, they won four. They just beat uh, who? Did they just beat uh, the Nuggets beat somebody by two. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. So they got four wins this year mm-hmm. so far. They're yeah. they're gonna be they're gonna be nasty when Victor comes to town. I was about to say that's exactly under. They're gonna they be are nasty for Victor. Him and the Pistons. Yeah, him the and Jalen Duran. Him and Jalen Duran together. Yo, Jalen Ivy. Ace Ace Thirty just said that Cade's out for the season. Is that that's true? Uh, yesterday I saw that. The, or the yesterday, tank days is ago, in full effect. I saw that he was out <laughs> indefinitely, so they could have confirmed. 
Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything today, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was out for the season. If I'm the Pistons, because I don't You wouldn't be surprised because you wouldn't be surprised that they're benching him? No, no, no. He's yeah, hurt. What... He's hurt, and he might need surgery. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, wouldn't Jayden, be surprised yeah, if that's next. a young star. You don't want to rush him, you know? So, yeah, and also sure. with the tank, it's like, hey, that's a great reason to sit him for the year, you know? They're going to they're gonna let, let Jaden get about 20 more games, and he's, he's done. Can they can they try it? Can they try Boyan since they just tried it for him? They gotta wait after the trade that uh what, what how does that work? I don't know. I think there's a certain amount of days you can't trade somebody. I don't know the well, exact as, as soon as those days are up, Boyan's out of there. <laughs> All right. Out of there. This last one I did specifically for Bobby. Ron <laughs> over big ox shit 42 and a half. Over. Oh, 42? That's Over. disrespectful. I don't got to say that. What do you like have him at, Bob? What do you have him at? 53. All right. 53. Gooze it. Set to Super Chat said, I'm rocking with the new PCPFP. Thank you, Gooze it. Gooze it. <laughs> Gooze it sounds. Gooze it or lose it. <laughs> Gooze it or lose it. Uh, Ron. You have Talk. any last Luca contest that you want to put up? I know that we have the Luca Jason Tatum one. We obviously have the wager of the week. You brought up earlier, you kind of got cut off, but you said any star against Jokic tonight, you're open to those. No, 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 no. Any star against DeMar DeRozan tonight. You I believe DeMar DeRozan, DeRozan. I believe DeMar DeRozan is going to outscore a lot of people tonight. So, oh, you're I mean, taking DeMar over the... I'm taking DeMar DeRozan. So I'm like, listen, let me see. Who's all playing tonight? What, what so all make sure... I know, I know the, the what... What's up, JD? I want to I want to let everyone know how... So in the Lucre app, make sure you go to your social and add players' choice as a friend so that we can see you, we can interact, and then we can add you to... We have a group on here. And so you can see all the members in the players' choice group. You can see the leaderboards. So make sure not only if you sign up, you just you gotta add us. We'll add you back, and then you can start sending us these challenges. I got Demar Derozan scoring more than Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland. I got him scoring more than Cat tonight. I got him scoring more than Anthony Edwards. I got him scoring more than Trey Young. I got him scoring more than De'Aaron Fox. I got Demar Derozan scoring more points than. Luka Doncic, I got him scoring more points than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I got him scoring more points than Jimmy Butler, Bradley Beal. I got him scoring more than Kevin Durant. I have him scoring more than Pascal Siakam or Fred Van Fleet. I got him scoring more points than Giannis Antetokounmpo, and that's who he plays tonight. I got him scoring more than SGA. I got him scoring more than Jokic. I got him scoring more than Zion, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum. I got him scoring more than Keldon Johnson. I got him scoring more than Bojan Bogdanovic. I got him scoring more than Laurie Marketing. I have him scoring more than Paul George. <laughs> and last but not least, I have DeMar DeRozan scoring more points than Stephen Curry. Take me up on it. I'll take that one. It's going to be you. so funny. I'll take you that one. He I'll doesn't take score one. more than all of them. It's gonna right. Be right. It's going to be great. I got you on the Steph one, Ron. I'm going to shoot that to you soon. Well, hey, shoot that money to me. I need yeah. it. It's, all, uh, it's almost Christmas season. I need it. Hey, hey it's the giving season. Y'all just, hey, just give it to me. Tis the season. Big Ox Bob with the super chat. A sturdy. How long you been a hater? Oh my god. Big Ox <laughs> Bob. That's your that's your name. I'm with Bob. that. The the 
what what would you call so now we got to think of your allegiance got to be the uh the ox what is a what's like a pack of oxes like a herd no nah, herd. herd a herd of oxes sacramento kings <laughs> ox herd the ox, ox herd. herd big ox herd <laughs> big ox herd is fire the I big see. ox herd uh, we'll come up. We'll come up with something good eventually. But uh, Ron, any final words? Demar Derozan clears everybody tonight. Bob, you got a, a quote for us today? No quote today, fellas. But I do want to say, make sure that you go ahead and get your thirty minutes of reading minimum in daily. If you're having trouble finding a book, I got this book uh, fresh off Amazon a couple of days ago by David Goggins. You can't hurt me. The guy is such inspiration. I had to go grab that book. He's actually dropping another one. Go get those pre-orders in. Um, big ox shit. Light, light the beam. G, baby. Nuggets and six. Hmm. Why'd you say that so cute like that? Uh, yeah. hey, just, just <laughs> waiting for it to come to fruition. Um, hey, hey, study. Hey, study. Make sure you, make sure you uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, meditate today, man. Get that head out your heart. Get that malice out your heart, brother. We we need that love, man. Get that malice out your heart. Hey, study. Do some meditating, yoga, smoke a joint. Do whatever you got to do, brother. Get that head out your heart. And you know, Sacramento if, loves you, hey, study. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, man, I hope that you all have a great Thanksgiving. I personally am thankful and grateful for all of you. If you don't, I hope you just have an amazing Thursday. Make sure you tune in to Black Friday. That is in two days. This Friday, the 25th. I believe we're starting at 12, 15 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, we're starting at 12. The first matchup will be J-Rob versus Bama versus Rated R. Y'all be sure to tune into that. The next matchup will be Fluent versus Dub. The next matchup will be Chill versus Elder Rufus. The next matchup will be me taking our bald head and putting it in a headlock and giving them a new one. After that, we will do um, it will be, who's the next matchup after that? It's uh, oh, OG the Beast and Low. And last but not least, we got Ticket versus Mars. Hey, we got some guest hosts too. We're not gonna we're not gonna spoil anything right now, but just make sure you keep an eye out on our social medias. We'll probably drop uh, who's gonna be guest hosting. If we don't, just make sure you show it to the event because uh, it's going to be dope, man. We got, we got, we've been working hard on this behind the scenes. Um, we're excited for this event. We want to put on a show for y'all again. None of this could be possible, be made possible without y'all. You guys have a amazing rest of your day. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, we will catch you on Friday. Like comment, subscribe to all the things. Come see us on Lucra. Y'all eat, y'all eat two plates for me tomorrow. I'm fasting. So y'all eat.